You're listening to Horizon Base Arena with me, Scott Tyler, on the first day of the Horizon Festival. Hello and welcome everybody to This Xbox Life, episode 213 on the horizon. I am, I guess, special guest host, Brian BJSwick33, along with Wingman709. Hey everybody, what's up? And Rob, also known as Presar, because he doesn't like to say Presar. Hi, hi, this is Presar, <laughs> also known as Rob. <laughs> what's up, what's up? Yeah, so... Uh, we're actually, I, I wonder when people first start hearing this episode, if they're going to think they downloaded like episode 100. <laughs> yes, it's been a while. Well, uh, they're actually probably going to think that they downloaded the wrong show because our yeah. intro music is some other dude talking and saying, welcome to the horizon something or that. It's from, uh, Forza Horizon. So it actually sounds like it's the intro to another show altogether. So <laughs> we were really throwing them a loop this week. Yeah. So, um, yep, we have a, as always, a nice topic, very topic intensive show for you this week. Uh, and I guess if you guys have any questions or need any information about the show, you can head over to the website, which is thisxboxlife.com. Check out their blog. <laughs> <laughs> or if their Facebook, Facebook group is where a lot of action on Facebook group, that's actually a pretty fun place to go out to. So. I'm out there every day reading stuff, so. Yeah, that's where all the action happens, so. <laughs> well, it's good to have you back, bro. Joe. Oh, thanks. oh, heck yeah. Thanks for letting me hang out. So I was listening to the show, and, you know, the last couple of weeks I've, I've heard, you know, Brun doesn't finish games, and uh, Caller, and <laughs> Caller. <laughs> a couple other things. And, and the funny part is, is like, I'll be driving down the road, and you guys will be talking, and then you'll get, like, paused on something, and then I'll actually answer it, and I'm like, wait, I'm not talking to these guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually talking to myself in the car to you guys <laughs> as I'm listening to you. So... Because I, I think I think what it was was you're wondering about a show that's kind of like that EA show, which uh, I think I put I put on Facebook. It's I think it was the unit. Yeah, that's which exactly. Was on, yeah, and I actually really like that show. I know it's very it's very I don't want to say it's realistic. It's not not realistic, but it was still actually for anybody who likes military military type shows. At least it was something on TV other than reality TV. So, but yeah, sure. I was watching that. Sure. They just spent, I think, the what I didn't like was they spent too much time on the wives and the home front, and I wanted to see more of the military side and the special yeah. missions, and those were always such a very small aspect to that show. Yeah. So, but, yep, that was the one I was talking about. <laughs> cool. So, what have you guys been playing? Well... Uh, I've been, I've been very busy this week. Um, only, I got a couple games in, but one has been pretty much taken most of my time, but, um, I did play some Borderlands 2. Uh, the DLC came out, the, uh, what is the name of it? Captain... Oh, it's Pirate something. Something Captain's Booty. <laughs> pirate Booty, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to do a quick search. But I've been playing the, uh, 
been playing that all week. Uh, well, not all week. I played it all like in one day. It's Captain Scarlet Pirate Booty. Arr, pirate and her pirate's booty. Yeah. Arg. Oh, and her pirate's booty. Yes. There yeah. you go. Um, that I gotta say the the DLC it lasted a, it was it actually is a very long DLC. Um, but what I did was when I first played, of course I went through with my soldier because he's you know level fifty, and I was on my second playthrough, and when I started, all of the you know the new missions and new quests were jumbled in with all the other stuff. And I'm like, man, I just want to play the, you know, I don't want to have to deal and filter through the list of missions that are left over from my second playthrough. So what I did was I went back and played on my first playthrough as my soldier. So that way, all the missions, the only things I was seeing were the missions from the DLC. The issue with that was that none of the characters are higher than like a level 30, level 32 or something. And I was a level 50, so I pretty much had no challenge to the game. I just blew right through it, but it was really good. I, I love the story. The, the you know they just kept at it. The humor was there. Um, the missions were a lot of fun. The environments they had some really neat environments. Uh, there was some stuff that was a little challenging, like trying to find the treasures. Um, there's these bottles that have notes in them, and you find them, and then then like that it's it's like a, a side mission where you you find the bottle, and then you got to go find the lost treasure. Um, but what I didn't know is that you'll get like the little marker telling you where to go, but you got to search an area and what you're searching for is like a little black X somewhere. X marks the spot, you know, you're finding buried treasure. So I didn't know that, but even when you know that it's still really hard to find those spots. Um, so those were quite a challenge. Um, one of them entailed you smashing a bottle, which opened up this hidden room inside a in a side of wall, basically inside this uh, cave, and then again you had to search around in there for the for the X. But uh, very challenging, uh, but it was very fun. Or I'd say it wasn't challenging; that was challenging. But the the DLC itself wasn't just based on my level. But the uh, they got two new invincible bosses in the game, and these <laughs> these guys live up to their name. You know, in the in the in Borderlands 2, there's Terramorphus the Invincible, and if you get a hold of the conference call shotgun and one of the B shields, you can take him out single-handedly in about 15 seconds. And I've been doing that a lot for people lately. <laughs> I'm constantly getting people asking me, uh, "Hey, can you hop in and beat Terramorphus for me?" And and I don't care. I do it. I, I enjoy helping people out. So it, and it only takes a few. Like I said, it takes about 15 seconds to do it. So. Um, it's always fun, so I, I'm always happy to help people out with that, and, and I've enjoyed it. So, but so I, when I got to finish the game, then you get the first invincible boss. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go, I'll go take him out. Grab my, make sure I had my shoddy and my shield. I went in there and lasted about 15 seconds before I was killed. <laughs> tried it again, tried it again, tried it again, <laughs> tried it again, and I'm like, all right. This one's going to require me to get some people. <laughs> so uh, I grabbed about three other people, and we tried several times till finally we kind of worked out a a way to do it, a way to handle it. And we took him out because there's not only him. You get like this Hyperion robot, and he spawns. He, you can walk right up to him and look at him, and nothing happens until you shoot him. And then he'll react. 
but you shooting him will do like no damage. So he spawns like six Hyperion robots around him that keep him healthed up, and they all get these orange shields that will reflect your shots back at you, protects them, and um, it makes it complicated. So essentially, what you got to do is you got to kind of what I ended up doing, even by myself, I almost beat him by myself. Um, before I had the other three guys jump in and help me. But what you did is, and I think he could be dealt with by himself, but you got to go like, uh, it's almost like the old video games, circle strafe, you know? So mm-hmm. I just start running kind of on the outskirts of the arena, and I just make a big circle. And I always look for, there's always one robot that doesn't have his shields up. You take him out. You ignore the boss because you're not going to do anything to him. you got to take those six robots out first. So find the one that doesn't have his shields, and you just keep circling and work on him. And then you get him down, and or, or if he pops his shields up, you look for the next one that dropped his shields. You get them all down, and then you work on him. The problem is, is once you get them all down, which I was able to do by myself, and you start working on him, he'll jump at you. And that's when it gets real complicated, because you can't move out of the way fast enough. And you'll de- you'll go dead pretty quick, and that's what happened to me. But I had him, I had him, I was working him, but it required help. So, and then uh, so we got past him, and I'm like, okay, this really wasn't that bad. Take some people, but we gotta, you know, there's a there's a definite way to do this. So then we move on to the next invincible boss, which gets opened up once you beat this one. And this guy is ridiculously impossible. You go into a cave, and there's an arena inside this cave. And, and again, the guys are standing. They walk up to him. Once you shoot him, it kicks off the off the the fight. And these worms will come out of the ground, and they spit um, uh, corrosive stuff at you. But they're just and and they'll they'll and if you shoot them and kill them, then a hole's left in the ground, and the corrosive stuff spills out on the ground. So you have to actually go and run up and stand on the spout while you're taking damage to, to basically plug the hole. If you don't, that stuff will fill the room, and then you've got no place to go. You will you'll, you get you get killed. So because you're just standing on the corrosive stuff, and we try and so the tricks we were looking it up. I had we were there was four of us in here trying to figure it. I went through many groups of people trying to figure this out. And people were just frustrated with it. And, you know, what it kind of turned out to be was like you had to get the bad guy, the boss, to run through the corrosive stuff. But I saw many times he'd run through it and not take any damage. So we kind of had to trick this one to get it completed. And what we had to do was when he first pops out and the two worms come out, you kill one worm. But you don't kill the second one. And if you can get him to run through some corrosive stuff, great, because you want to get him damaged. But eventually what, what essentially happened is we had one guy running back and forth, to have, and, the, and the boss was chasing him, and he, he got him to run through some corrosive uh, several times. And then, uh, But both, both the other people I was with died, so they were out of the arena. I was the only one left. And uh, so what I did was I just hid behind a rock, and... I had to sit there for about 45 minutes doing nothing. And the other guys were just hanging out outside while he slowly, slowly, his damage bar went down from the worm that uh, got him the corrosive damage. It slowly ticked down over time. And that's what, that's how we ended up beating him. 
nice. because we just we tried so many times we just couldn't get it to happen. So yeah, it, it's 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 he's truly invincible, and the and the shotguns and the shields did absolutely no effect. It just they didn't nerf the weapon. Because it still works on Terramorphous and it, and it works from everybody else. It does not work on these guys. So they, they just made these bosses have to be dealt with in a different, you know, different way. Which is good. You know, you can't run through with this mighty powerful weapon to destroy everything. But that was really annoying because it's, uh, there's an achievement based on completing all the missions. And it, that's like almost impossible. It's like we had to basically cheat it. Cause I feel like we cheated it. You know? You get him going, get his bar down, or where he's you know damaged, and then you just hide. That's not beating him. I don't like the fact that that's the way we did it, but that's what it took. So, anyways, um, DLC is absolutely excellent. It is, you know, up there with all with the with the best of them that they've had. Um, if you love if you love Borderlands, you're going to love the DLC. Um, I also played a lot of XCOM this week. Man, I'll tell you what, this game. I, I've had moments where I absolutely love this game. And then the other day, I was going to take the disc out of the train, snap it in half. <laughs> like, I'm serious, man. I was losing my mind the other night. Um, and I apologize to the people that were in the party with me, um, for my, ch- my, my, my choice of vocabulary that night. Um, Oh man, I was so ticked off. I just, wow. Uh, but the game is great. I love it. But there's, you know, I'm playing on easy and it is still, there's times that I'm getting completely wiped out. And, you know, you know, I know Rob, you might, yeah, well, it's cause you suck, Mark, or something like that. You know. Hey, how, how do you know that went through my mind? <laughs> cause I know you. <laughs> and yeah, You're I get old. it. I'm not, I, but that's not the case, man. I mean, I am, I am doing everything right. It's just, you know, you just get hosed, man. I, I had, I was down. I was. What really made me mad is, uh, I had, I was. Right now, I'm working on. I can go to the very last part of the game and do the last mission. I'm, I'm ready to go. But I haven't been able to interrogate and capture every alien type, and there's an achievement for that. So I've got three more to catch. Well. I was in a match where I was able to capture two of them and I had like four guys left in one enemy type and the enemy all of a sudden did a maneuver I've never seen in this game. I don't know what he did. I've never seen it before. I've played against this enemy type before, but he did all of a sudden he did something to cause some giant explosion over by my guys, and he wiped out my entire team just like that. All four guys, boom, dead. And wow. they were spread out. They weren't like in a little, they weren't huddled behind the same tree where a grenade would take them out. This dude did some kind of power. Had the, like the, the area of effect was about half of my screen. And I'm just sitting there going, what the heck? And, and I didn't say heck. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm like, what the heck just happened? Dude, I was so mad. And my whole team, dead. Mission over. All the whole team gone. After I just battled and killed about 15 other big old baddies and had four guys left out of my initial six, and he takes them out in one shot. Boom. Just like that. Did you say drats? Something <laughs> like that, yeah. Foiled again. 
fudge. <laughs> um, I was just really not happy, dude. And, and it's like, you know, the original XCOM was known to be a hard game. And, sure, yeah. but it's like, this game is just, it has its moments. I mean, I, there's, I can go through missions and get excellence. And for the most part, you know, most of the missions I'm coming with all my guys out alive, but I still lose people. And there, it just seems so unfair sometimes about how far the enemy can move and how far they can lob a grenade, but I can't lob a grenade only half the distance. And, you know, they can, they can spawn from one end of the map to the next. Um, you know, these floaters will, they can leap to anywhere on the map. You know, it's, it's just, it can be very frustrating. Um, but I, I'm, I wanted to finish it up before this weekend. It's not going to happen because I just, I got three more of these things I need to capture and interrogate. Um, so next week, hopefully <laughs> I'll get to that. Um, I did break away from XCOM once because Eric, Mr. Elite Edog420 hit me up on live and wanted me to play Happy Wars which is the free Xbox Live Arcade game. Uh, if you guys want a free game, check out Happy Wars. Um, give me one minute. It was either keep, a big keep talking. or a big sneeze. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be a sneeze, but it didn't okay, happen. Okay, <laughs> I, I was like I was like an edge of my seat holding my breath. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> Sorry, there's that awkward <laughs> pause, bro, and you'll have to deal with it this week. <laughs> um, no, I was going to sneeze. I didn't want to do that in front of – into the microphone. So <laughs> You didn't want to break everybody's speakers and headphones and eardrums. <laughs> yeah, we do that enough. But Happy Wars, um, I, I, this is supposed to be like – it's like some little quirky cartoon animated hack and slash, right? And it's free, and I guess they're going to make money because it's like the first um, microtransaction game. So, and I think, I, I think they're considering this an MMO or, cause you can have like 16 player battles or something, but, um, we tried it and there was eight of us in the party and in the game and we were jumping in and trying to take on, I think there was an additional eight people on your team going against the computer or something. I'm not sure how it all worked out, but Every time they were trying to do a match, everybody would get dropped out. You could never get all eight of us into a game. So I, I spent about a half hour with them. We just kept trying, kept trying. Never, It never worked. So <clears throat> I can't – oh, there I go. So I coughed in the microphone anyways. Sorry. Um, I can't tell you if the game's any good. I played it when it was beta, and I didn't care for it. it it's just really quirky. But I thought it would be fun to play with everybody. But it never worked. We couldn't get everybody into the game. So I don't know if that's still a problem. Um, I did see people are playing. You know, you can get in if you go by yourself. But to get into this big group like you're supposed to be able to do didn't work. So it reminded me of, um, and not a knock on Battlefield, but, Braun, you know how many times we've we've tried to get everybody together in a Battlefield game and you lose people. You could never, yeah. oh, we lost him or we lost him. That's the same exact thing was going on. So... Kind of was wondering if this was an EA title, but it's not. So um, I don't know if it works or not. I don't know if those guys ever got their full groups in. And even, last... even when I even when I did the beta of Happy Wars, I played it like once. It, yeah, it's not a good start for a, their first free to play 
microtransaction title. So free to play. That's what it's called. Yeah. Free to play. So yeah, it doesn't entice me to. You think they would have done something better the first time out, you know, to make it. Wow, this is cool. This 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 makes me want to play. This makes me want to put money into it. You know, but when the first one out the door is kind of a dog, it's like I have no interest in checking out anything else that they're going to put out. So it seems to be the usual like part of the course there with a lot of these things. Like look at the first Avatar game. Which um you mean Avatar the Last Airbender or the Avatar oh, James like the one? No, like the uh don't want the little guys running around the village or whatever. Oh, what's it called? Oh, you mean our Xbox avatars? Yeah, yeah. Kingdom of Calflings? Yeah, that one. I think that's done pretty well, actually. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah? Yeah. Think yeah, so. Kingdom of Calflings is one of my favorites. I played played that a lot. Oh. Yeah, I've seen I've seen several people playing that one, and, and the world of Calflings as well. I never got into it myself. It, it didn't seem like it would interest me, but... So, that avatar. <laughs> Do you think the movie? <laughs> uh, that's why I said, was it the James Cameron movie or the avatar, yeah. the, the easy 1000 avatar game? Avatar, the last airbender or something like that? So. No. But anyways, <clears throat> lastly, I played some Dance Central 2. Gamefly had a deal. It was like 12 bucks. So, I was like, I got the first one, which I never did complete. So I don't know why I bought the second one. <laughs> I did like one song, thought I was gonna have a heart attack and die, and I took it out. <laughs> said that's enough. <laughs> Chuck it off to another. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Let's go back to sitting on my fat butt with a controller <laughs> in my hand, not sweating. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is like exercise. Forget this. Exactly. There's even a fitness mode in that game. Actually, you can have more fun sitting down. <laughs> that's proven. <laughs> you can standing up and moving around. Exactly. Why don't I learn? <laughs> yeah. But that's that wraps up what I played this week. So how about you, Rob? Okay, I finished up Walking Dead Episode 4 finally. And, you know, we had a discussion, I think it was last week, about how many people you wound up with at the end of the uh, episode. And I'm right there with Mark. I wound up solo. I don't know how the heck that happened. Uh, Once that happened, I was actually looking back. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if this was it or that was it or that was it. But I was also convinced about 10 minutes before the end of the game. I was like, because I had everybody around me. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not going solo. I'm getting everybody. I did it right. And then they all started dropping like flies. But the the game was awesome. Uh, Definitely, definitely awesome. A lot better than uh, version or episode three. Uh, in my eyes, so it went back to like uh, one and two uh, quality per se, and I, I can't wait for the next one. Do we have a date on the next one when it's coming out? Something in November, probably? It's in November, yeah. I don't think we have a release date yet. I've okay. been watching, but we don't have a date, but it is going to be November. Because the retail disc comes out December 4th with all right. the episodes on it. Which we'll talk about a little bit in the show later. So, but I gotta ask you, Rob, two questions. Yes, sir. Yep. So you gave me a bunch of crap last week about oh how I couldn't keep my team together and I'm all by myself and I did. So do you regret that? I don't. I don't or? doubt it, but I don't remember <laughs> it. But okay. 
So now what do you say? <laughs> I got to say that you, you must be skilled. Because <laughs> what was your theory yeah. that you shared with me before we started recording? <laughs> okay. okay, here's my theory. Since we're both solo, that means that we are excellent players and we don't need people to help us along. We can just do it on our own. We're that good. And I, so I think if you got if you got five people helping you, then I don't know, maybe you need the help. <laughs> He's just saying they suck and we're awesome. <laughs> I can go with that. I think that that's that theory actually makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the sound of it. I, I don't. I, it's probably not right. <laughs> I it is right. Think, <laughs> you know, if you look at it from the others, you know view you can pretty much say that you know we're both jerks <laughs> in, the, in the game no see but none and i can't say anything uh because Bron has not finished it yet but um i think that i ended up by myself because i was trying to be nice i've played the whole game yeah. i always play as a nice guy you know and i didn't you know I, and we'll talk about it i'll give it another week maybe next week we'll talk about it because i don't want to say anything with Bron on tonight but uh so everybody finish up Walking Dead episode four so we can talk about it next week. But um I do wanna say, Rob, do you recall now now do you know why I said Brun actually spoiled the game yes, weeks yes. and weeks ago? I know exactly why, because <laughs> as soon as it happened I'm like, Oh my god, this is it <laughs> And I I you know, I was trying to recall when I was listening to you guys and I'm trying to recall if I was the one that said it, if Rob was the one that said it. I don't think it was me. I think it was me. Well, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was me because they're sitting there. I was like, oh, you know, you know, oh, he's a zombie. You know, it's like, that's, I said something like that. And you were like, yep, that's what it is. You know, and we were kind of joking around, but it was a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I didn't write it or anything. So I begin to wonder. Mr. Telltale. Mm-hmm. You uh, you are a programmer now. Maybe we yeah, that's right. thought you worked for a hospital, but I don't think that's true. <laughs> maybe he's freelancing, Rob. <laughs> Is it a zombie hospital? <laughs> it's <a> hospital. <laughs> so I, I mean, we don't have, I don't have proof, but uh, Bron could have spoiled the game for me. I will know next month <laughs> if I'll, I'll spoiled it. When I get to this part that you guys are talking about and I beat it, I'll make sure I put in Facebook if I spoiled it for myself. <laughs> so. You're like, oh, my God, I was right. I was wrong. <laughs> well, we, we won't know. We don't know yet. That's the problem. We'll but, definitely all know by December 4th, though. But there's, there's certainly uh, – yeah, there's the implications that Braun could have been right. <laughs> so you never know. We shall see. Yeah, I mean, that game's just like all over the place. I mean, it, it just amazes me how it'll give you hope and then just take it all away. Just not even like leave a little bit. Just take it all away. <laughs> you know. Well, Go ahead. Well, what I thought was so neat was like you know. They've said, like, oh, your game is tailored to how you play, and, you know, the story's tailored to how you play. You know, we played the first three episodes, and at the end it always says, well, so many people chose to save this person. So many people chose to, to agree with this person, blah, blah, blah. But it's like everybody's still playing the same game. Yes. What was so amazing at the end of episode four 
was that you had that list, and then you get the second list. And now, going into Episode 5, you're going to have very different games. And, and it actually, it's like the first game that I'm aware of, where ever our experiences, you know, Rob, you and I might be very similar experiences, but if, if Brun takes people with him, if he has his whole yeah. crew or part of it, he's going to have a very different storyline, you know? And, and I was like blown away when that next screen came yeah. up and I'm like, and I, and I realized, holy crap, people, this is going to be a very different from this point on for everyone playing this game. That's do you remember, cool. Do you remember when you finished the game, how many percent was solo? I'm just curious. Uh, it was very little. Yeah, because it was about 6% for me. You know, everybody else's, or all of the other choices, and I think there was maybe like six or seven other combinations. Those were all like 15%, 16%, There's, uh, I think if you go to, and I don't think it's up for episode four, but if you actually go to Telltale's website, oh, yeah, that's right. they have, there was... Um, I did see something earlier in the week where they were showing you the percentages of what people chose, but they didn't have them. They didn't have them listed yet uh, for the, the current um, episodes. So I'll have to see. I'm looking at their. There's the stats. Yeah, if you go to TelltaleGames.com forward slash Walking Dead. At the very top, it says stats on the far right, and you can click on episode one. Let's see, episode three is up. Episodes four stats are there, but it doesn't show the um, who's who you're taking with. Right, right. So, um, but you can see all the the storyline stats for the first four episodes. But yeah, I, I'm hoping that they do eventually put in, like, how many people went forward. And I, I would assume they would, but they're probably not doing anything yet because they don't want to spoil anything yet. But I mean, if you're looking at this and you haven't played it, I mean, <laughs> you're still spoiling the decisions coming up. Yeah. So. No, I was kind of wondering about how different the storyline would be in episode five. I would think that they would have a monumental task to basically make like let's say if there's you know eight or nine different combinations of people if they made eight or nine different storylines for that it's essentially making let's say you know eight or nine episode fives i would think that the majority of the storyline would be the same except when you have more people there's more dialogue more conflict Versus when, you know, if Lee's going about it all by himself, then he's just going to basically go on, you know, from area to area to area to area, you know? Yeah, at I mean, this it, way, it can't be that least, varied. It yeah, has to yeah. be more, like you're saying, more streamlined. I mean, look at Mass Effect, because Mass Effect tried to do the same thing, but I think a lot of people felt they failed. Because at the end, it was like, you pick good or bad, and it, it didn't matter what your choices were. So I think that's why this was so stark. Like, wow, I could have gone into this the next game with my whole team or several people. I'm by myself. <laughs> so it, it's going to be interesting. And I think after Episode 5 releases, we'll have to have maybe like a community show 
for people who have played this all the way oh, through. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Good idea. And then and talk about it. And and maybe what we'll have to wait maybe we'll wait till maybe wait till January. Because I know there's several people who want to play it that are waiting for the retail disc. So maybe what we can do is wait till maybe after Christmas. Uh, you know, and wait till the New Year's. Um, and then have like a community show where it's just we discuss the Walking Dead. You know, hopefully I won't forget everything, by them, but I think that might be a neat little community show, and when people can talk about how things were different for them, and so. Yeah, maybe we should make it before that Mayan apocalypse. Oh, that's true. Because <laughs> we might actually we might be living the zombie apocalypse next year. That's true. <laughs> Well, we'll know we'll know in a in about two weeks if we're headed towards the zombie apocalypse. So, isn't it in December? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I know. No, we'll know in about two one. weeks, Rob. <laughs> oh. I think I know where you're going on that. One. Yeah, you know where I'm going. <laughs> so, but um, all right. Well, anyways, did you play anything else this week, Rob? Oh, that's it. How about you, so now... Ron? Oh, Rob, you got more. Yeah, I was just going to say, now I can concentrate on uh, uh, XCOM to pick <laughs> that up for the PC. Oh, okay. That's, uh, yeah, you'll have to let me know how that, well, you'll, you can let, let us know next week. I'm going to try to see if I can play it on the train, see how that works. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I know uh, Torchlight and uh, Diablo don't work very well on the train. Too much bouncing around. <laughs> anyway, Brun? Well, gentlemen, uh, I kind of have a long list, but not too long. But uh, Borderlands 2. Um, I, I I had it from Gamefly. I sent it back already. I didn't get to beat it. Um, see? See? I told you. Well, well no, well, <laughs> here's the thing. I'm, queuing, I'm trying to queue up for Assassin's Creed 3 and also Need for Speed. Um, most wanted. I think that's the other one coming out on the thirtieth. Um, not the ones from. Uh, I'll explain. Okay. <laughs> um, I I do plan on getting the game back at some point in time and beating it. Uh, I do like the game. I, the one thing that kind of got me on this one is is the first Borderlands that came out. It wasn't as as big, you know what I mean. It's just out. People liked it, but there was a lot of people playing it, and they were just kind of feeling it out and 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 playing it as they went. And with the popularity of of Borderlands, when Borderlands Two came out, everybody was just like, "I'm getting this. I'm playing it nonstop for two days. I'm beating it, and then I'm you know moving forward and moving on." Um, so what happened is for for like myself, I didn't get it on day one. And by the time I got in there, there were so many people that were so beyond me. Not not that I didn't get people because, like, Wing, you played with me. I had a number of people come in and play games with me. It's just trying to find people to play with and do this. I was jumping around so much. It's almost like you need a single-player character and you need a multiplayer character. But you don't want to start your multiplayer character until your single-player is done so you can actually get the story of the of the, of the game. But the game's not as fun when you're by yourself. So you want to play multiplayer, but then you get people in there. If you if you have to jump, like you want to get people into your game, but then everybody's such a high level and they're playing their game, it's just kind of like this mess. Um, 
and that's where I kind of struggled at. And and so it's nothing to do with the game. And it, their drop in drop out is awesome. You know, it tells you games that you should jump in with. Like you know, you don't want to go in here because they're too high up levels. Um, but it was just it was just like this frenzy of everybody's playing it. Everybody's everywhere. You know, if you jump in here, you're not really going to catch what's going on and, and things like that. At least like when Wing jumped in, you jumped in and, you know, you didn't beat everything for me. You're letting me play the game and go on and, and stuff like that. But if I had to take two days off other people I was playing with, then they were 10 levels ahead of me. So it's like the people I was playing with on Monday, I couldn't play with them on Wednesday because they were already too far for me. So I got to get it at some point in time where. You know, get a group of people that want to go through it together since they've beaten it. See, that was the other thing is people that have beaten it, they don't mind starting new characters like when the new Mechromancer came out. Because um, I think, Wing, you were with us when we started up a new game. Yeah, because I, I remember, I think the first time I jumped in with you, I played twice, right? Or was it just the one time? Yes, it was Cause twice. Because I, I did the first time I was still with my soldier, but he was so yeah. high level that I was kind of just walking around with you, not... You know, try not to shoot the bosses. Try and, you know, if you weren't focused on a guy, okay, I'll shoot him. And yeah. But uh, the second time I came in with a different character, um, yeah, and then it was the like, fire. yeah, and then we're kind of on this level playing field. So, yeah. I, but I then think... it was like, I didn't, I didn't play with you for two days after that, and then your siren was a higher level, I think, at that time. Or whoever we were playing with at the time was up. It, it but the whole thing was like I played it and I like I like the game. It is so much fun and I love the comedy in it. And I I got to that point where there's that robot where you keep like moving his thing and putting him in no other robots. He he promises not to kill you. Oh yeah. I, I I'm done trying to kill you and he keeps trying. Then all of a sudden he's like put me in a put me in a shield or put me in a gun and I put him in a gun and he talks to you. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that that part's cool but it, the game is is a blast um but that was kind of the what i had with that um my next game was battlefield 3 i played it majority this weekend because i haven't been playing games at all you're, you're looking at the most games i've played probably in a month um month month and a half maybe um i played some battlefield 3 just you know trying to get in there and, and uh just play as much as i can so i'm starting to snipe again which it's so much fun when you're sniping against other snipers, so it's this little contest. And, uh, you know, I had this one guy actually run up where I was sniping at. He stabs me, but he doesn't realize that I put my spawn beacon down. But I don't put it right next to my where I'm sitting. Most people stick it, like, right where they're at, so a person goes over and, like, shoots it, knocks it down. I stick mine off in the distance. I spawn on it. I float down right next to him. I turn around, stab him. I'm like, all right. So I run off and I sit in an area and I watch and I watch that guy, you know, kind of run up where I was. And all of a sudden he's getting there. He's like, oh, wait, where is he? And that's the time where I'm starting to trying to snipe him from. But nonetheless, I had fun with Battlefield 3. Um, Mark of the Ninja. Have you guys tried that out? No. no. You guys should download the demo of that and, and do the demo. It is fun i i really do like it it's um side scroller uh platforming kind of reminds me of a uh, shadow complex Ooh, ooh you got my attention. <laughs> well it, it's it's 
as far as like the feel of it, but you're you're a ninja and you go through and you have like different killing styles and and oh, you you have to do the demo. That's all I can say is try out the demo. You might like it. Um, Walking Dead episode four. I'm like 20 minutes into it, so uh, I will continue on that. Uh, XCOM demo. Lisa Zombie. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the XCOM demo. So I, I've listened to so many podcasts over the last couple of weeks, and they've all talked about XCOM, and I never played the original. And and even you, Mark, it was talking about the original. It, I tried the demo, and I could see how it is kind of hard. It is hard. Um, but it looks so fun. It is. So I did the demo, and I want more of it, but I just don't want to play the demo again. So I'm going to try to get it from uh, Gamefly and continue to play that. Uh, NHL 13. So the game is good. I, I like NHL games. I haven't bought an NHL game, NHL game in a while. Um, it's fun, but EA, I think, is heading down a direction that they don't want to go to. And, and they've been like this for a while, but this one's really bad. So you have free-to-play games with microtransactions. Then you have games with microtransactions, which is like, oh, you want the, the Nike Club and you want the Nike Club inside Tiger Woods or something like that? Okay, pay us 80 Microsoft points, we'll give you the Nike Club. Um, then there's NHL, which is, oh, you want, we, we have this, um, thing where you open up packs of cards and you basically, you build your team out of the packs of cards, like whoever players you get in your cards. And we'll give you this really crappy pack for, let's say 2000 points, 2000 points takes five games, you know, but a good pack is 5,000. So that's, you know, however many games then. A really, really good pack is 15,000. So you're pretty much playing like 50 games of hockey just to get this pack. Or you can buy it for five bucks. <laughs> so they are, I mean, they make the game so, it's, it's, uh, I, I wanna, I'm gonna say the word fun, but I, I enjoy the game. The game is fun when you're playing single player and you're playing hockey. Um, they make that part of the game just so unbearable that you're almost like if you want to play it, you have to spend money. They are making you spend money. So did, did it's you, just like – Did you play uh, the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer? Yeah. Is it yeah. like that where you'd earn points that you could unlock – like the Spectre kits and all the different kits, but it would cost you more points to unlock the bigger, better kits with the rare items, or you could just buy them? Yeah. Same, same type it, of thing? Yes, it is, but at least in that one, they didn't make the points so hard to get. Like, when you in our games, you could come out with a couple thousand points. But in a hockey game, you're coming out with 300. Wow. Like, two to three, and, and that's if you score, like, six goals. You know, if you if you lose, you're getting 200 points, and the and these games take 30 minutes to play. So they literally make the game so unbearable to play that you either don't play it or you spend money to play it, and it's just it's very aggravating. And they did this whole GM mode, which is a fantastic idea, but I can't find anybody that's serious serious enough to play it. And their searching capability in the game is completely broken. Like, when you do a search, it returns you 100 results of 100 
uh, one-team dynasties. So I want a dynasty that has, let's say, between 10 and 15 people in it because there's 30-something teams. So give, give me some of return that has 15, 20 players already in it so I know they're pretty close to starting their seasons, and they don't even have that as an option. So you have to click down, 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 and every time you click down, it takes six seconds to load. So you go and now I'm like searching forums on the web and stuff just to find team names to search on. And I don't want to start one myself because I only have two or three people that want to play. So it's just if you want to play single player, NHL 13, NHL is a great game um, until EA decides to change their views on it. Um, I wouldn't recommend but I, I wouldn't recommend buying an NHL game ever again. This is probably my last one. So um, and I love hockey. So uh, with the NHL striking anyways and and EA doing what they're trying to do, then I'm, I think I might just be done with it. So um, and then my last demo was Forza Horizons. Um, do you guys play that demo? Yep. Yep. Oop. G- uh, Rob, no? No, no. Uh, did you like it, Mark? Yeah, I did. Yeah, me too. Um, made me want to buy the game, but I can't right now. <laughs> I've got yeah. I've got two other games coming out like in November that mm-hmm. I've already pre-ordered. <laughs> well, here, here's my thought. Like, I have Forza Four, and I bought the season pass for Forza Four. Uh huh. Um, oh, season passes is just another topic. <laughs> they are getting worse. <laughs> They I are. Think, they I are. This is the what fifty dollars? The new Forza games, fifty dollars, fifty bucks. So is yeah. uh, Black Ops Two. Seasons Pass is fifty bucks. Yeah, and, but in you always they always tell you you're always pretty much saving like ten bucks when you buy a season pass. I but don't it, know at fifty dollars if you are. <laughs> well, if I mean if. Um, if black, like take Black Ops Two, if they release four packs at fifteen dollars a piece, which is they normally do it, so that's sixty bucks. You're saving ten bucks if you buy all four packs as it is. Um, but that's not saying what you're getting in a pack. But I think we talk about that stuff a little bit later, anyways. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, season pass. We can talk about that later if we have time for it. But um, my thought between four, like I have Forza Four. This game is just like Forza Four with the Need for Speed aspect of it. So oh, cool. Is, yeah, it's very fun. Um, but the problem is, it's like Forza 4, and it's like Need for Speed. So if you have Forza 4, you get all the cars, you get all the... You get a little more simulation. This is less simulation. Um, but the whole part about it is, it's like Need for Speed as well, which comes out a week after it, which is made by the Criterion Group, which makes fun open-world games like Burnout. So to me, not that this is a bad game or anything, but I think I, since I own Forza 4, I'd rather spend my money on, you know, Need for Speed. Because that game, they need to put a demo out for that game. I think that game might embarrass Forza Horizons, but that's just my opinion. I haven't played the other game. So yeah, but you know, the, metal, or the uh, Need for Speed is an EA title, so yes, <laughs> do you, you want tires you. for your car? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll get ready to get ready. drive around on rims. Yeah, yeah until, drive around on rims. Buy them with Microsoft points. <laughs> uh, the tire the tire season pass. They do wear out after each race, so you have to buy new tires. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, get ready for something like that probably in that game where it's like you know you get credits to 
boost up your car, or you can pay five thousand million Microsoft points and get it uh, get a new set of tires. You know, but uh, I the, that's the thing with Forza, uh, Forza, the new Forza game is, man, I do have, and I've heard this from other places too. It's like it is for it is Forza. You have the cool cars. It looks really good. Um, it drives like Forza. But my whole thing is like, well, I have that game. I know it's not open world, but I've already spent enough money in that game. And I know it's like Need for Speed, but the bad part is these games come out a week apart. It's just like that. It's just bad timing. If these would be a couple months apart, it'd be worth getting both of them. But since they're a week apart, you might as well let the group that does the open world racing, arcadey type race games, you might as well stick with them. But is that what Need for Speed Most Wanted is? That's not an open world one, though, is it? I believe it is. Oh, okay. I, I absolutely, yeah, I believe it. Is. Like, I don't know if you've uh, seen any of the demos or, or videos of it. Like, on, the online stuff, it's like, oh, you know, drive over to this point in the world and um, see who can do the biggest jump over this bridge. So, you know, you're driving over to this place, and everybody in the online world is, you know, driving over to this place. And then you do like the biggest jump. But as you do the biggest jump, once you're done with it, you can like start wrecking everybody else. So they can't do the biggest jump. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sign me up. <laughs> well, I've seen the things where like, you know, when they are starting a race, like there'll be people over there ready to start the race. They're waiting on you. So when you drive over, you can kind of drive over. And when you guys all line up in an area, then it just tells you to go and everybody just takes off. So you don't like start in a starting grid or anything like that. It's very open. It sounds like Burnout Paradise. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is if if you're going to do an open world game, would you trust the guys that make Burnout Paradise or would you trust the guys that make Forza? It's kind of well, tr- true. That's they're both I mean. outstanding developers. Well, yeah, yeah, we don't I, know. I we don't know for the Horizon guys because it's not it's not the same people. That made Forza. Right. But it is a very... Uh, it's the team that made Grid? No. No, that's Codemasters, and they're still working on Grid 2. This is by... Um, it just says Turn 10, but I don't... It's It wasn't Turn 10 that made the game. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll have to look it up, but... I, I want to say it's a group that made a racing game, and then they all... Uh, their development studio closed down and those people got picked up by the Forza guys um, man I'll have to look it up when you guys are going through your stuff I'll find out who it was because um, there's a, it's a story like that but it's a it's a team that made a racing game what what else was out there besides the grid? It's playground games playground games and turn 10 studios which is the guys that make Forza but yeah. let, me, let me look on Playground, what they made in the past. Um, it doesn't... Let's see. The studio is established by former... Oh, yeah, okay. This Oh, this dude, this is going to be a good group. The studio is established in 2009 by former employees of Codemasters, known for racing right. games, Bizarre Creations, who made Project Gotham Racing Series, right. Criterion Games, the guys you're talking about, Mm-hmm. Uh, Ubisoft Reflection, Slightly Mad Studios, BlackRock Studios, and many other world-class studios. Yeah, so Codemasters so, was in there as well. Yeah, this is their first game. Right. 
But, uh, I yeah, mean, there, you've got there's no, the... There are, no, there are no slouches when it comes to the game. The game was, like I said, the game was awesome. I'm just saying, with two racing games that are so similar coming out together, and since I already own Forza 4... True. It make more. It makes more sense for me. Now, for everybody else out there, if you don't own Forza, you, you know, you, you can either buy them both or try them both out, find out which one you like. Um, you know, like, take Esben. He's going to probably get both of them. <laughs> I know he's Jones so, for Need for Speed. I, I've seen yes. him comment about it, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I have to tell you this. Forza, I was playing that game, so you're driving through, and when you get done, it tells you, like, hey, you just completed this race, but here's somebody on your friends list who you can compete with to beat their time and get extra credit. Yes. And <laughs> I go through, and I run through this race, and I'm like, it's going to tell me Soul Assassin, and it's going to tell me he beat me by like, by like a tenth of a second, and it's going to tick me off. And then it says, Soul Assassin, 808, and it was hundredths of a second. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, I knew it was going to be him. <laughs> it's like every time he beats me by fractions of a second. So, but I was well, telling that's going to cheese, though. <laughs> yes, kid. No, I'm just kidding. I was telling him that he was just he was laughing. I was just like, it's not funny, <laughs> you know. It's, I thought it was neat because like I did a mission with that Forza where it was the Mustang versus the Mustang, where you know you're driving the Mustang and you're fly, and you're competing yeah. against the Mustang uh, plane, yes. and uh, the P fifty one Mustang, mm-hmm. and it's like after you do it, yeah, it, it said the same thing. Oh, your friend is doing this, so I was competing against Hawk. And, uh, it was interesting cause I like seeing their ghost car, you know, and it was, it was cool. I had him like smoking and then I blew it like on the last turn I wiped out and he passed me right at the end. I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> I would have had I don't it. Know. I don't know who the first one I got was, but I beat, I beat them. I got, I got that one. But when the, the next one said soul assassin and I looked and it was like, Hundreds of a second. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother because it's just going to end up ticking me off if he beats it, beats me again. <laughs> Dude, you know what? So. This looks like I'm watching. They've got takedowns. They've got jumping through the the billboards. This looks like Burnout Paradise. Which which one? I'm watching a Need for Speed trail. Need... Yeah. I may yeah. have I may have to. <laughs> this looks just like. The yeah. Burnout Paradise, even the like the people up on the right, their menu systems, and mm-hmm. you're jumping through the billboard. I might oh. have to get this. I they, love dude, uh, trying to hunt down those billboards and yeah. uh, the uh, what is it, the road stops or those those like busting all the the signs, mm-hmm. you know. Robotron. <laughs> Welcome back. Has it Welcome. been an hour already? We're still in what? We haven't oh, yeah. even gotten it in the topics. More than an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This well, is achievement hounds territory now. I, I was trying to I was trying to watch the time so I didn't Robotron. Um but peop I've I've heard um I forget which which podcast it was talk about the two different games and they praise both games. Um they said that the Forza game comes a little short in a couple things just because they're not they haven't done I don't want to say they haven't done a racing game, but a game like this, where the Need for Speed group is Criterion Games. So they and, and they compared it to for uh, Burnout Paradise all the time. They the cool thing is they said when you're driving down the road and you want to switch your car, like say you want to change cars, you literally just like 
hit the D-pad and a little menu comes up as you're driving and then you select the car and your car just changes on the fly. And then like if you want to modify your car like new this or new that, you just kind of do the same D-pad and the whole thing's doing it as you're kind of going around. It's the way I he- I heard it. I don't I'd have to see it to see how it really works. But I was like that right there is actually really cool because Nobody likes going into a garage and then having to load and reload and do stuff like that. And if it's all on the fly, I was like, that's that's kind of neat. But, that, you know, you're definitely going to have to try both games. You know, definitely try this out. So I'm hoping I get it at about the same time as Soul. That way we can play against each other and maybe I can beat him in something. Because it's far in between when I can. <laughs> so, but yeah, that the games look both games look awesome, so it's kind of. But that was my thing with Forza when you're and I played the demo, but that's kind of my thought behind it. It's like I've played a lot of Forza games. It's time to, you know, go to Burnout, and I'm a huge Burnout fan. So when I heard they were making this, I was kind of bummed that it's a Need for Speed, but then it's just like, well, if it's going to be like Burnout, it might as well be Burnout to me. So, but that's all I've been playing. An hour. Yeah. In. You convinced me. Yeah. This is like last show where now. you guys. This is like <laughs> last show where you guys talking about like, oh, we're we're an hour in and the show's just beginning. <laughs> well, for the record, because I'm putting my pre-order in for this right now. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> dude, I didn't know it was Burnout. I never looked at it because it was Need for Speed. <laughs> um, yeah, this has um. If, just so for you Amazon people, free two-day shipping is what you pick for getting it on release day, because <laughs> that's been an ongoing thing. It says yeah. it, it says it right here. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I did with my NHL game. I mean, I haven't been on the show since you guys have been talking about that. Yeah, it just says you want to write little text next to it says you know get it on release day, select this option, and it says two-day shipping. But what they do is they send it out on Sunday. You'll get a you'll get an email on Sunday saying. Hey, this game was sent no, but out. It, it's um, like with my XCOM, they they it, it keeps changing. It's like it keeps changing on their site per games. Oh. And so I had XCOM when I ordered that. I would have to pay four bucks to get it. Um, so, and but I know so my I'm others not... I've got pre-ordered. I've got the two day, but it gives it on release day. So yeah. and this comes out the same day as Assassin's Creed Three. And like oh, what? Wait a minute! It does. Yeah. And like what? A week, a week before, and then the following week is Halo Four. I know. I've got Assassin's Creed Three and Halo Four already ordered. <laughs> and I'm hoping uh, the game fly. I've got everything sent back because I want to get Forza and um, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Wow. See, I'm game flying. I, I got GameFly sent back. I, I'm game flying, game flying Assassin's Creed and Need for Speed. You know what? I think I'm gonna. There's no pre-order bonuses for the Need for Speed. Just change up your uh, GameFly. I think I might do that. Yeah. To push back Battle of Honor. Yeah, that's not anything I care. I mean, that's because I'm not playing multiplayer on that anyways. So. That. That multiplayer was horrible. I remember you talking about that. That multiplayer was horrible. All right, I'll just gamefly it, and uh, I'll probably have to buy it from them, but it'll be cheaper anyway. Some some people might have liked that Medal of Honor multiplayer, but but to me, 
you know, I think I might have heard you say it, which is, you know, EA wants to put out a shooter every other year, like a Battlefield, and then the next year would be Medal of Honor. And it kind of, you know, similar to what they were trying to do, like similar to what they do with Activision with the Call of Duty games. The difference between those is at least the Call of Duty games, they were both good. You know, back in the day, yes, I would say that, you know, the Modern Warfare series was better than the Black Ops series. And, of course, it's kind of changing with everything that's happened. But Medal of Honor is not even close to Battlefield. And, and of course, this is my opinion. You want to talk about spawn killing, <laughs> Wing? <laughs> I, I literally was sitting in a corner getting ready to shoot a guy, and a guy spawned behind me. And killed me. I didn't even and I didn't even spawn. He spawned in with me. And then <laughs> another time, I spawned in, and I literally, I think I was spawned inside the guy because I took a step forward and he was shooting me because I think he was shooting somebody else, and I spawned in front of him and just died instantly. It was it, none of it made sense of what was going on. It was just I don't know. I didn't like now, it at all. You realize who made. The multiplayer for the last Medal of Honor game, don't you? Yes, the last the last Medal of Honor game. Yeah, and I, and I think they were kind of forced to do that because <laughs> uh, that is definitely that is not the work of of you know the dice, dice and the Battlefield group that I know. At least uh, problems even that Battlefield has, they don't even come close to the problems that that game has. I know they're trying to make it good, and I really wish they would, but I don't know. Maybe the single player is awesome, but the f- multiplayer is there's no way I would I would play it. Yeah, I didn't care a whole lot for them. I mean, I played the campaign, but uh, I didn't really care for it that much. But it's one of those things. It's like, well, I played them all. I might as well play the next one, you know. But no, I'll push it back. I definitely this Need for Speed. I did not realize. I mean, just looking at that one trailer I just watched now, I was like, this is Burnout Paradise. This has got, it's the same thing. So this, yeah, this, it definitely, now I see why you're putting this over Forza. Absolutely. I completely agree with you on this. Now I'm excited to get this, man. <laughs> I'm, I might still have to buy it. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyways, we should probably get started on our topics. Sure. Hey, one, I have one last one I want to mention real quick. Oh, sure, I've been playing this on on the phone. Uh, it's it's pretty good. The iOS people have known this game for a little while because I guess it came out either the spring or or the summer. But for Android, it came out uh, last month. It's called Plague Inc. Oh yes, that game's awesome. Yeah, Plague Incorporated Inc. or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Mark, you gotta try it. It's friggin' cool. <sighs> Absolutely. The the goal of it is that <laughs> you make a disease. That has to uh, is, uh, basically extinct the entire world. Nice. And so you get these little things like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get up in Iceland. What do I need to do? I need to adapt it for cold weather. And when you adapt it for cold weather, all of a sudden it's like, dink, it pops up in, you know, Iceland. And it's like airborne traveling, and and it's 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 pretty fun. I, I don't know uh, how much is it on, on Android. It's free. Oh yeah, definitely get it if it's free. I think it was ninety nine cents on iOS. Yeah, so it's maybe, free, maybe... or you can you can buy it, which unlocks the whole thing. Oh yeah, see, I didn't unlock it, but 
they might be doing it free for since it just hit the market or something like that. Yeah. Definitely download it now. <laughs> take it, take now. a second. Downloading yeah, right game. now. I got Go it. to play. I got it. It's, it's already downloading. 2.3 awesome. megs. It's addictive. Uh, you, you'll find yourself, uh, yeah, it's a good one. So I can play this yeah. on the, uh, I'll be addicted to this on the airplane tomorrow, huh? Yes, you will. <laughs> yes. Yes, you will. Just don't let the peop- the pe- uh, person next to you see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, good point. In car. <laughs> <laughs> next thing you know, the air marshal is tapping you on the shoulder. <laughs> Sir, what are you doing? Oh, I'm trying to extinct the whole human race. <laughs> yeah. Walk with me. Yes, very good. And and uh, I don't know if uh, Devil's Attorney is on Android or not. It sounds familiar. It, it's it's a quirky, quirky type of game as well. If you want to try a different one, it's, it's pretty fun. So. Yep, it's three yeah. bucks. Oh, is it three? Ah, uh, I think it was three three bucks for me too. I bought. I've had a lot of fun with it. You know, if you have spare three bucks or whatever, it might be. Something you might want to try. That's three bucks taking me away from buying Need for Speed. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Just, just, play, just play. for the just for the future. So. But uh, all right. Okay. And that's the mobile platform section of this of the show. Well, we haven't even gotten into our discussion on TV shows. <laughs> I know. I think we might oh. need that for the next show. <laughs> because I don't know. I, I, well, first I got to ask you guys before we get into topics. Have you? Did you guys watch episode one of season three of The Walking Dead? Yes. Yes. Wasn't it not awesome? <laughs> I I it, yeah. I was confused a little bit at the beginning, and the whole reason why is because the way they left off last season, and also the way the comic is. So the beginning are you current with the comic. What's that? Have you read all the comics? I'm up to I'm up to episode uh, I'm up to number twelve, which is when they first spot the prison. Okay. Um, which to me is how they started season three was them spotting the prison the way the comic did. Right. But at the end of season two, they see the prison prison as well. No, they didn't. Oh, they didn't. No, remember? Did they just... No, it ended because they were sitting there in a campfire. Uh-huh. And as oh, the yeah. camera panned away, you could see the prison in the background. Oh, so, okay. Because I was kind of confused at first when I was like, "Wait a minute, why, why are they walking around? Why are they, why, like, are they going like, oh wow, look at this prison?" Because I'm like, "Why aren't they in the prison?" And I remembered, no, that's right, they didn't. They, it, it was in behind all the forest that they were in. It right. was in the background. So, and they were saying that they were running from house to house. And remember, they had to backtrack. Backtracking. Yeah, yeah. So they ended up. That's when they came across the prison. Thanks. They backtracked. That makes sense now. That that was the part I was confused about. I was like, how did they – I thought they saw it. And, but, yeah, you're right. They lift, They panned up and, and saw that part. But, right. Yeah. And Compendium Number 2 is out as well. Takes you up to episode – or oh. Comic 96. Dang you, Braun. <laughs> hey, man. How come Amazon didn't tell me? It's in my cart. Yeah. It's in my wish list. Usually so they it, tell you when it's stuff's available. So, yeah, if you get those two – you can basically start buying the books after it, which are like nine ninety nine a piece. Um, but I think they're only up to comic like one oh four or one oh two or something like that. So and that takes you up to ninety six. So you're pretty close to actually being completely caught up. Which if 
you go out to like Comixology or something like that, do not read the little tags they put for the episodes or for the comic books because you will get spoilers. I read the one for 106, and I was just like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> so I was like, I just ruined something. I was like, darn it. So, yeah, be careful with that. Was it that, oh, I ruined it, or was it, i got to read it now? It was, it was well, I still, i got to read it because i got to find yeah. out why. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm a person who doesn't have cable television anymore, so I, I kind of buy my season passes through iTunes or Hulu Plus. And, uh, you know, Walking Dead is one of those shows where um, they don't offer it to watch it online. Because I, I think it's a, they're AMC, correct? Yes. Yep. Which is weird because they'll let you do – oh, maybe they don't. I don't know if they know what the uh, what the internet is, people at AMC. Um, but <laughs> – they have they have like jumped their prices by like fifteen dollars a season because their show is popular now. Mm-hmm. So their season is like forty two dollars a season now instead of thirty or thirty two. So they've they've risen the prices there and and I've seen other ones like um, Revolu- or Revolution. Crap. Yeah, Revolution is fifty dollars for the season for season one. <laughs> So it's garbage. Just like, well, I, and, it's and they, not even over yet. Well, they they picked up season number two, but the thing was, it was like uh, fifty dollars for the first season. It's like these people don't know how to how to enter into the market very well. <laughs> so, but I, I will say it, it comes to a point when you got to kind of laugh that um, I know somebody who is in into the internet a lot, and this person has paid for. Uh, a way to mask themselves for protection so they can steal TV shows, like through torrents and stuff. So people rather pay money to steal TV shows than they would buy the TV shows because it is cheaper to steal them than it is to pay for them. So, and for the people that would say, well, the costs are so high because people are stealing their TV shows, I, I, kind of half agree with you on that, but I do pe- believe people would actually rather pay for them to be legal and because it'd be easier just to download them off of iTunes or whatnot, but they can't, um, you know, can't not feed their family for half of a week because they have to pay $50 for 12 episodes of a TV show. <laughs> well, then they shouldn't be watching the TV show. Right. Well, that's the other thing. Uh, they just shouldn't be watching it. If you can't afford to pay for something... Yeah. Then you shouldn't be having it. There's never an excuse. Yeah. Our, our world this day of, of the internet's made everybody feel like they're entitled to download music and movies and games and everything for free and not have to pay for them. It's it's crazy. Oh, I don't believe in. I don't believe. I do agree that with the entitlement. Like everybody, I don't believe everything should be free. It can't be free. Someone's right. yeah. getting paid. It's their job. It, you know, it's it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, but I mean, uh, if, I, if you if you if you pay sixty bucks a month for Directv and you can watch all these shows and DVR all these shows for sixty bucks a month, I know they're getting. That's how they get paid. They get money that way as well. Actually, I'd like to know how to get Directv for sixty bucks a month. Well, it's like eighty or ninety, I guess. <laughs> Keep it's going. Like, <laughs> Keep some, going. Well, 
Well, you, you probably got every channel they have, Rob. <laughs> yeah. You, you I'm know, just saying, like, 4, 6, and 10. Oh, okay, here here you go. ABC, right? They have uh, Last Resort. Yes. Awesome Good. show. Yeah, so, like show. Um, which you can watch on Hulu Plus, which is fantastic. You know, there's no – I'm watching it, and, and they actually know how many people watch it on Hulu Plus. Or you can watch it on ABC's uh, app if you want for free. Um. The, the cool part is, is they actually notice that, hey, people are enjoying this show. Let's not cancel it. Let's keep it going because people are watching it. Um, I don't know how much theirs is on iTunes or, or anything like that, but I can get ABC for free by sticking an antenna out my window. Right. And yeah. it's in non-compressed HD. Is the most beautiful HD channel I've ever seen in my life, yep. and I don't have to pay a dime for it. Yep. So – how that adjusts to like sixty dollars a, a you know for season one on iTunes, I I don't know, but um, I'm just saying you know people are going a little a little crazy, and, and I know it's new, and I'm hoping in the future that goes down. But is that our TV talk for the show? <laughs> I got a little more to add to that. There's been a lot of talk about you know whether it was satellite service, the radio, or TV or whatnot, but I, I just wish these companies would come out with the a la carte services. Because, you know, my direct TV bill is like 100 bucks a month. And <laughs> we watch maybe seven channels. Yeah. I wish you could pay, you know, a couple bucks per channel. I just get the ones that I want, and that's it. You know, I don't need all those other ones that, you know, just get on. I'm paying for them every month, but I don't watch them. I'm actually forced to pay for them. You know, and the, and the thing is, is that's not really the the cable company. That's the networks themselves. Like ABC owns ABC, Disney, uh, ESPN, you know, this and that. And they they come out and they say, hey, if you want Channel Six, you have to cover all of our channels, or we're not giving you Channel. You know, we're not giving you ABC. If all you right. don't want ABC, then you know, or if you don't want ABC Family, then you can't get ABC. So you'll pay us for everything. And right. you'll get everything. That, and so they have to charge you for that. Um, I don't blame, you know, the cable companies and stuff for that. But you're talking about 100 bucks a month. When I canceled Time Warner, my bill was 190 bucks a month. Wow. Yeah. Was that everything it, bundled? Uh, yes. We all bundle. Yeah. So <laughs> have you guys that, seen those Vonage commercials? No. <laughs> the new these this family moves into the neighborhood and they you know this couple comes to the door and is and the girl's got like either a pie or a puppy depends on which commercial and uh, the one with the puppy it's this cute little puppy and then the guy's got this big ball of like cables and phone and all this stuff's like in this big giant ball and they're and they're basically going. Hi, you know, we can't. We brought you a puppy and a bundle, phone, TV, internet, blah blah blah. And they're like, "Oh, we have Vonage and stuff." And and then the girl's like, "Oh, cute puppy!" And she reaches out for it, and the lady pulls it back, and she's like, and then her and the guy are like, "We all bundle." <laughs> and it's just it's, it cracks me up because the people are so fake. It's it's just it's so funny that I, it cracks me up every time I see that commercial. <laughs> like. He, here's here's what should really kind of make you mad. And and uh, my last thing for TV stuff, Time Warner actually tried to file with the FCC. Did you see that? Um, that they were complaining about unfair advantages to a company called Google. 
um, for this product called uh, yeah for this product called Google Fiber. <laughs> so in Kansas City, you've heard about the Google Fiber stuff, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, so they're in Kansas City. Time Warner has tried to file unfair advantage, saying they got a lot of perks and benefits and stuff like that, or incentives. And the people pretty much wrote back, the person wrote back to you, I don't think Time Warner understands what the word incentive is. That's where people really want you to come to their place, so they give you stuff to come in, like the free fiber, uh, the buildings to, you know, for their home base or whatever, and stuff like that. Basically, Time Warner was complaining that they have to up their, they had to up their speed. So they had to go like to 100 up and 100 down. They had to open up their bandwidth and everything to try to compete with Google Fiber in Kansas City. And the thing is, is they just flipped the switch and said, okay, well, we'll up our stuff right now. And everybody's just like, why, why didn't you do this before? And everybody, and it's coming back to where it's like, well, they didn't have to because nobody was competing with them. And once they did get a competitor, Google, they actually had to come out and say, well, yeah, we could have always done this before. We just never have. And it's for the same price. So people were kind of really ticked off about this and they didn't, they didn't win or whatever they were doing when they were filing. But, uh, this is, this here should really, this, here really wants me to move to to Kansas to Missouri, but you have <laughs> up up to one gigabit upload and download speed, full channel TV lineup. It's a two year contract, no data caps, a Nexus Seven tablet, oh, one yeah. TV box, one storage box, one network box, and one terabyte Google Drive. Want to guess how much it is a month? I don't know. 120 bucks. The which is, I I I mean, 120 bucks. If 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 Time Warner wanted to do that in Ohio right now, that would probably be like 400 dollars. <laughs> so, it, it's great. Internet I mean, speed alone is. You you couldn't touch that price probably anywhere just yeah. on the internet speed. Oh the. The reason why they have to say up to one gigabit upload and download is because when they were hitting websites like ESPN or anything like that, the complete slowdown was on the upload speed of ES of you know the bandwidth on ESPN side. Right, it has nothing to do with them, <laughs> and and the the HD I guess is really crystal clear because they don't have to compress it like hardly at all. It's crazy about how. How nice this is. And the reason why they give you a Nexus 7 tablet is that's your remote control. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I love it. I'm just Google. like, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's just crazy. And, and what, what happens when they come out and they do this is they spark, you know, competition, which makes other companies, you know, stop ripping people off. So, but yeah. Anybody who's in, whoever, whoever, if you have this, because Gabber, Gabbers is around that area, I think. Um, I wonder if he if he got in on this or anything like that. But it's that's just that's insane. So, Let us know. <laughs> yeah. So sorry for the TV talk. All right, we hour and a half in or something like that. We we probably yes. need to get into our stories <laughs> for the week because we got a lot of them and we've got a lot of stuff from our community comments. So. Okay, so thirty seconds of topic. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Topics. Rob, you're up. Hit it. All right, all right. 
So uh, one thing that uh, got released was that there's Black Ops 2 Elite service is going to be free. So uh, basically you're not going to have to pay to do all your uh, stat tracking and all that other good stuff. They will have uh, some downloadable uh, content coming out, 15 bucks a pop. So it's about 1,200 Microsoft points. Uh, and you can get everything, all four, for forty nine ninety five, which is uh, four thousand Microsoft points. Uh, basically, what uh, they are, jeez. <laughs> I read this thing like an hour ago. I was all prepped an hour ago. <laughs> and no. then Brun started talking. <laughs> yes. So there, talking there, about an hour for the TV. Yeah, there's your ten dollars savings if it's four <laughs> four for fifteen all for. You know, fifty. Yeah. But it, but it include includes uh, not only multiplayer but zombies. So if yep. you don't like the zombie stuff, you you might not want to do the season pass. Yeah, because that's that's, one, that's the thing about the season passes. You know, it's a savings, but you're stuck getting stuff that you might not want. Right. Yeah. It definitely like I'm not into the zombies at all. My kids like. I had one of my boys say that they they wish that Call of Duty would just be zombies, like nothing else. Oh, like geez. all they want is – and I'm just like, no. I, I tell you what Call of Duty needs to do is get rid of zombies. If they want zombies, make it a – you know, make it a XBLA game or something like that. Tell them to go play uh, Dead Island if they want a zombie game or yeah, Left 4 right. Dead. It's like that's – bow and arrows and, uh, and zombies, we need less of them. <laughs> so, Okay, Rob, you ready now? Actually, that's a good point because uh, I didn't really like that island too much. It kind of freaked me oh. out. I wonder if I wonder if Walking Dead desensitized me. <laughs> Ooh, Dead Island I gotta is go, awesome. I got to go back and play that. And anyway, Left 4 Dead. I mean, Left 4 Dead was an awesome zombie game, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, but so okay. So anyway, the, so the packs. Yeah, lead is free. Uh, they're going to have multiplayer and zombie content coming out in 2013, and the actual release date is to be determined. And if anybody's wondering, going, boy, these guys are stupid, Elite was free before. Yes, Elite, there's always been a free version of Elite. There was also a paid version for Elite, which had additional stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that additional stuff is now free. Oh, I think this is a, bro- this is a good move. I think this is a great move, making it free. It, it should be. You shouldn't have to pay for that. I think that makes sense to do this. You know, your stat tracking should be free and um, make make you pay for the DLC. You know, it's just, I think that's a better move. So Yeah. I mean, they, they made a good bit off of it, but, like, they had the, the – one reason why I think they made it free is they're not, in this game, they're not giving you the monthly uh, content. There won't Each be month. as much DLC, right? It's yes. Yeah. So I mean, I, th- I think that's just. I mean, that's that's great that they won't make people pay sixty bucks when they won't be getting as much as before. Um, and also, I I, I think um, something that might have helped as well is is Battlelog itself. I mean, Battlelog doesn't have as much stuff as Elite did. I don't think. Um, no, Elite had a ton of stuff. Battlelog is was not. Near it, yeah, it's for but... clans and and, tra- and your stat tracking and stuff like that, which this has as well. Um, the battle log, I, I think, mean... worked better. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it, but it was more of like a Facebook clone. That's what battle log reminds me of. 
Well, like, if you have the PC version, if you have the PC version of um, Battlefield Three, that is like your place where you go to start up your game and stuff, and like jump in people's games and things like that. It's kind of neat. But I, I just this here, I think, is awesome. And and separating yourself between your content and your community stuff is probably a good idea as well. So I think this is a cool. When I wrote this, I put it in Facebook. I was like, hey, this this is actually good news. You know that this is free now and. They're including zombie content and stat tracking in, in there as well. So, yeah. So here's a, a list of some of the features that they're going to have. There's uh, Clan HQ, where you can join or create clans to participate in competitions. There's a Player HQ to track your stats, including recent match data, heat maps, and the like. Uh, zombies leaderboards. We can track your zombie stats. There's Call of Duty Elite TV, which will have strategy videos, uh, some dev tips, um, class overviews, and social integration. Uh, they say it's going to be out at launch for the 360 and PlayStation, and they are evaluating it for the Wii U and the PC. They'll probably have it across the board. That's money. Cool. Next? Right? Next, yep. Next. Awkward silence. Woohoo! Hey, I just want to make sure you're done. (laughs) Yes, I'm done. Um, See, you need to to work on your... uh, uh, What's it called? Transition. Well, your segues. (laughs) Um, For you Borderlands 2 fans out there, if you finish the... Um, pirate booty, you got all your booty. Um, it won't be long before the next DLC is out. Uh, we don't have a date, but it looks like the next piece, um, the, the d- details have emerged where, uh, someone on NeoGAF had spotted some information, um, after a recent PS3 update. And it looks like, uh, this is going to be Mr. Torg's campaign of carnage, which we've kind of heard rumored before. And, uh, Looks like it's going to come with three achievements, one for completing the mission Long Way to the Top, which will obviously be completing the main story. There's one for completing all campaign of Carnage side missions, which will mean that you probably have a couple of those invincible bosses. And then collect ten pictures of Moxie in campaign of Carnage, so you'll probably have to go and find those ten pictures. So those are the three achievements. Um, this is supposedly going to be about a ten-hour worth of additional content. So, and if you're unfamiliar with what the Mr. Torg's campaign of carnage is, Mr. Torg is, uh, was a, um, it's the name of one of the uh, weapons manufacturers. So it's, you know, gives you an idea of where this uh, campaign is, where the storyline is going to be based on probably one of the weapons manufacturers. Okay. So that's it. Once we know the date of that release, we will definitely be able be sure to tell you. So, okay. so speaking uh, of more in, DLC. All right. So back in September, there was a little bit of a a botched launch of some Max Payne 3 DLC, Hostage Negotiation. And uh, it got postponed, and they actually even made uh, some promises to offer uh, some new Chrome weapons uh, to all of the uh, Social Club members. But that will finally be released on October 30th 
for all the platforms. But basically, here's what it's going to add. So it's going to add new multiplayer maps, uh, Club Moderno and Estadio do Gelatians, <laughs> Gelatin, and uh, the Favelas o Palacio Strip Club and Favela Heights. Okay, that's some interesting names. Boom. Plus, you'll get two new rifles. Yeah, right. Plus, there's going to be two new rifles, some uh, booby trap, uh, explosive burst booby trap. He said booby. <laughs> booby. Jeez. Yes. Is that, strip club? That, that's at the that Palacio. At the, yeah, at the strip club. Yeah. And a new avatar function. So you're looking at about $10, 800 Microsoft points for this one. And again, it will be out on October 30th. Mark? All right, so you guys ever hear of a game called Mass Effect? No. Nope. We'll title it. Actually, there was three games that came out of that that uh, little franchise that no one's heard of. Um, well, Mass Effect, that was the first one. So, yeah, we heard of it like <laughs> a couple years back. So Mass Effect franchise is not over. The trilogy of Shepard is. Uh, there will be a Mass Effect 4, if you will, but... Uh, Commander Shepard will no longer be in that in the next series of games. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And in fact, it has been stated by BioWare that the next featured hero will not resemble Commander Shepard in any way. Um, BioWare's Montreal producer Fabrice Condom Condominius. Oh man, I know I'm butchering that name. He was speaking to VG247, and he said uh, he confirmed. That while the series will continue beyond the current trilogy, it will be a completely separate experience. He went on to explain that there's one thing we're absolutely sure of. There will be no more Shepard, and the trilogy is over. This is really our starting point. Now the Mass Effect universe is vast and very, very rich. So at this point in time, we don't even know what kind of time frame we're going to be in. All we're doing is, is more gathering ideas from the teams, gathering feedback to see several things. So first, we don't want to make... Shepard 2 or Mass Effect 4 with like, oh, there's no more Shepard, but you're a soldier in the universe. So this will be very, very different context for sure, and nothing has been decided on the rest. So, interesting. Um, so we will get more Mass Effect, which I think is cool, and I think it's good that we're going to go into a whole other, you know, arc, another story. Um, I personally think that's kind of cool. I look forward to that. What do you guys think? Uh, you think that's could you go in and play another say another trilogy in a Mass Effect universe and not be Commander Shepard? No, oh, absolutely. Sure. All right. Yeah. Cool. It's I, it's almost like the same to me as playing more Halo but not being Master Chief. True. You know, after after Halo 3 it was kind of like, hey, you know, finished the fight. I thought it was the last time I was playing as Master Chief, but when the other Halo games came out, it's like, oh, I'm definitely going to play them because I love that universe and stuff. But I will tell you that I am super, super excited to play as Master Chief again. And you know what? I got to break, uh, break in here again with a little bit. It's not TV talk, but kind of. Did you guys <laughs> watch? Are you up to speed on Forward Unto Dawn? Absolutely. Did you watch Episode 3? Yeah, absolutely. Rob? No, I haven't seen three. Oh, you disgust me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> dude, dude. It's oh on my, my plate goodness, for tomorrow awesome. morning. That was so 
so awesome. I am so glad. What's funny is that it was a question from the community. And I think it was Al who said, I want to talk about Ford on the Donner, or I want you guys to talk about it. I'm like, well, I better go watch this thing because I had, I had no intention of watching it. Um, so I watched it just because of a question that came in from the community. And I was like, hey, this was really good. And then so I watched the second one. And, dude, I watched the third one. Man, I'm making sure – this is funny because it was last Friday or just, well, what, two days ago that I actually yeah. – I'm like, ooh, it's Friday. I turned my Xbox on, went to Halo Waypoint, which I never use, to watch this video. Oh, my goodness. The third episode was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh. you finally you finally get to see some stuff. Okay, that I'm you, watching that you've, been, you guys, that you've been waiting for. You guys do the show without me here. I'm, it, I'll be it, watching it for 20 Rob, minutes. You can't go to bed without watching this. It's, <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, I guess it's 20 minutes, but, man, it felt like about 10 because I just wanted more. And this thing, this week's episode, made me just – I'm like, please make a Halo movie. Please make a Halo movie. I mean, they could take this, you know? I mean, this is not Hollywood top tier production, and there are no big movie stars or anything in this, and it is absolutely fantastic. I I just can't see how they cannot turn this into a, a fantastic, like Lord of the Rings. You get the right person on it who, who can appreciate it. Let them run with it and do it, you know? Let them work I with mean, or three and and build a fantastic movie. They could just make this like a mini-series. Or put like it on 12, TV. A, yeah, 12. Well, one I don't hour, know about like a season, series. but more like a like a band of brothers. You know how it was like 12 episodes, hour a piece or something like that? I'd love like, to see a Halo TV series, man. man. Done, done the, with the, quality. And yeah. this is, wouldn't you, this was like a B-rated this is not quality. I mean, you know what I mean, Brian? Yeah, when the thing, you know, the you'll know what part I'm is when they're like, what is that? And there's a statue. Uh-huh. And the thing comes through and just, well, I was just like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that statue didn't last very long, did it? And the other thing is, is uh, I have the limited edition Halo coming to me, um, which has an extra, I think, it has extra content for this. I don't know if it's extra content on the 90-minute series or if it's an extra 90 minutes or something like that. Dude, you're going to make me change my order to buy the limited. See, what is it? I gotta, you're not allowed on here anymore. <laughs> oh, you you want to hear a funny thing? You want to guess how much I got my limited edition for? I don't even want to know. Yeah, like $34. Wait, the, no. oh, the Halo 4 limited edition? Yes. It doesn't even have a price on Amazon. Uh, they don't have them anymore. It was ninety nine. I I had uh, if you guys remember, I posted and I was like, hey, have you guys ever canceled a pre order and then, or have you guys ever added a coupon to a pre order and have it work out or something? I forget what the question was. I asked on Facebook, but I ordered my NHL. I got fifteen dollars off. So I was like, all right, but you had to. It's only on new orders. You can't use those. Uh, $15 from games on existing orders. Okay. Um, but you can do like gift cards and stuff you can, but not these. So what I did is I ordered another one. I had $99. I put on there. I was like, okay, here's my $15 coupon. So that knocked it down $15. And then I went to the next screen and it says, be pre-approved for an Amazon credit card and get $50 off this, this nice. order. So it's like, 
I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they'll accept me for, you know, such and such. So I did it. I was accepted. So it was like 30 something bucks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so what I did, what I did is I had already had it pre-ordered for $107 that was with shipping. And I already, had, I already had it taken out of my account and everything. So I put the extra money back on my account, which essentially paid for my NHL. And then I turned around. And I just paid the credit card right then and there. <laughs> and I was just like, done. I just got limited edition for like thirty something dollars. I was like, awesome. So it says that it comes with um, the special edition of Halo Four Forward Unto Dawn, a ninety-minute extended version of the live-action digital series. So you're gonna probably just get a few, you know, couple extra minutes worth of ten, fifteen minutes maybe. Yeah. So, which I would hope this will somehow make it to the web, <laughs> or Brun can figure out how to upload it to me. I'll hook you. I'll hook you up. I'll or be mail me mail me the, the video if you have to. But, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it's not available. Yeah, don't don't change your pre order. Well, I can't. That's not available as an option. Oh, that's right. All right, but anyways, if you haven't seen that Ford Under Dawn, go check them out. First, they're 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 free. You can watch them on YouTube. You can watch them on the three four three website, or you can watch them on Halo Waypoint right on your Xbox. So, of course, now everybody's got the new dashboard. You can all you can go to three four three's website or YouTube right from your Internet Explorer on your Xbox. So, not everybody has it yet. Uh, I thought everybody had it by now. That's throughout the week. Oh. I, st- I still have three Xboxes here in my house that I haven't gotten it yet. Only one of them. I should. Yeah, I didn't get it either. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, you're not special. So. All right. So, anyways, that's it. Nice aside. We'll move on to uh, Anarchy Reigns. All right, Anarchy Reigns. So, for those of you that don't know, it's a fighting game. Yeah, p- fighting game from Sega. Another fighting game. Sega. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be out on January 8th in the United States and Europe uh, approximately three days later, retailing for twenty nine ninety nine, And uh, it's a fighting game. Yeah. Actually, it's a fighting game where... The, you can't uh, sell it off just do... like that. You no, can't. no. I'm, it's I'm different gonna, I'm than a fighting game. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to step it up while I'm not sure. It's a fighting game where the girls do like stripper moves when they kill you. Okay. That's not what it is. That's not what it is. Wow. Talk about coming unprepared. It's like a, isn't it like, um, how many play, did it say in that, in that article about how many players, um, this is more of a action game top down. It's not like a street fighter, uh, dead or alive because there's like, it's, it's a, like an open free for all brawler is what it is, yeah. but it's more, um, it's more of a melee style than than guns and stuff. And supposedly yeah. this is a huge hit over in Japan. Oh yeah, they love this kind of stuff. I, I saw a video on this and I it didn't look interesting to me. I was watching yeah, it on because it looked like another fighting game. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not like a Dead or Alive or a Street Fighter or anything, so. It really reminded me of, um, like the old fighting games that they used to have back in the like, you know, Dreamcast days. Uh, yeah. It, it has that kind of look to it. I mean, if you if back in the day, if you liked your Tekken's and all those style of games, you probably like this. 
Hmm. And the price is decent, thirty dollars. Well, there you go, thirty bucks. Yeah. Something to spend your Microsoft points on. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, if you guys picked up 007's Legends last week, um, there's going to be some free Skyfall DLC coming out on November 9th. Um, and this will be uh, available on the Xbox Live Marketplace or the PSN. And it's also coming to PC, I think, later on. So that's it. All right. Got to work in that transition. Whatever. I said that's it. That was my transition. <laughs> that's my transition. But it is interesting. <laughs> what didn't the the game had like didn't it cover like seven of the movies and now they're gonna put another one out. So um, I haven't tried this yet. I want to play it, but I I took it off of my list because of all the other stuff coming out on GameFly that I want. But this is something I want to try to you know. I think James Bond games are fun. So this one looks a little old school on the visuals, so I don't know. But I want to try it, so but if you got it, just get your free DLC here coming November 9th. Cool. Um, so I have some bad news for you guys. No. What's that, bro? What's that? Well, when Rob, when you do get the new dashboard update, you're going to be missing a couple apps that did work that didn't require you to have a cable provider, but they have been removed. So uh, in the current update, Twitter and Facebook have been removed as applications from the no. Uh, dashboard. No. So um, I didn't really use them, so I'm not missing anything. Um, but, yeah, they've... The good thing is, I guess they, when they probably see that nobody was using them, they did take them down to free up some room for, you know, the new sci-fi app and stuff like that. But, um, you know, that's kind of the bad news. If anybody did use Facebook or Twitter on your Xbox, uh, I guess you'll have to go to the handheld device that you probably have in your pocket or sitting right <laughs> next to you anyways. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense to remove it if nobody uses it. So they are gone. So now I have to see what else follows suit with that so, stuff. So. If you didn't have a chat pad, oh. yeah, oh. I, oh, I, I can't even think of like trying to type something. I, I would like to see uh, the dashboard actually try to implement uh, what was the Steam um, thing that they just released where it could be on like TVs and stuff. You guys know what I'm talking about? Steam TV. I don't think I don't know. Like I'm that. just making um, <laughs> what they did is they actually had um, so it was like the circle pad came up. So wherever you aimed like your left stick in the left right hand corner gave you like a certain number of letters that you would find with your right stick. You know, so really, instead of going click, 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 down, 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 a over, 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 <laughs> over a up, 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 a you're just like, you know, left stick to the left corner was like a through H. And then you'd use the right stick to pick H, and then you'd move your thumb over to be I through L, and then you would pick L bingo. with your other thumbstick. Huh? I, I just said bingo. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to see them do that. It's, it's Maybe it's a quicker way of, of typing or whatever without a chat pad. But, yeah, Facebook and Twitter is, is gone. Saving that for the Xbox 720. 
Oh, maybe that's going to be a cool. big, cool feature. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I have noticed a number of new apps coming out. Um, seems like they've kind of stopped announcing them and just started throwing them out there. But uh, hey, you know, I was just wondering if the Twitter um, hoopla that happened a couple weeks ago, where they made some changes to their API or whatever, where they were cutting out third party. Hmm. I mean. I wonder if that has something to do with the Twitter decision to cut them. Well, it's because the Internet Explorer is now on your dashboard. Yeah. I'd probably say it's because nobody was using it. Yeah, and, and that. that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have stats and all that stuff. So. Um. Actually, those were like the first like two apps that came out when they were trying to do the new modules. Yep. A couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 It was. It was. I think it said f- uh, three fall updates ago. <laughs> so I think that was the. Th- actually, I think that was supposed to be the last fall update, and they were going away from the whole spring and fall update, and they yeah. were just going to release stuff throughout the year. I think that was the same time they did that. But saying that we're three fall updates later, I don't think they're doing that. <laughs> but yeah, they're gone. That might be why they're doing, but you know, this last beta annoyed me because there was constant updates. Oof, yeah, I was getting I updates. I, in fact, I won't get in another beta again for them because I mean, you'd be in the middle of a game and all of a sudden your game just bloop, you've been disconnected from live. Your game quits and it's like you have a dashboard update right yeah. in the middle of your game, dude. I'm like, forget this, you know, and it was, I was, it was about every two weeks I was getting an update. Yeah. You know, if it's, it, it, it I won't nothing. get in, it's not worth it. Yeah, I won't get into the beta unless it's like groundbreaking types of changes. But like, you know, Internet Explorer, that was no reason. I didn't even use it. I think I did it once and then I shut it off because it's, man, unless you have a connect to talk to it. It was the same type of typing stuff, you know, that I'm, I'm still stuck behind, you know, Netflix and you know, Hulu or HBO Go are like the only apps that are, well, the Fox app, I guess, but it all depends on who, what cable company you have and this and that anyway, so hmm. some of the apps just don't really do anything. All right. Next. Next. Um, if you Incision. bought, uh, if you bought Doom 3, the BFG edition last week, um, be very, very leery because if you install it to your hard drive, you will no longer be able to access Doom or Doom 2. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's kind of interesting. So Doom 1 and 2 um, are the same games that are currently on Xbox Live. Installing Doom BFG file, uh, files to the system's hard drive could cause a conflict with the existing XBLA game files. A Bethesda spokesperson said players should not see a performance advantage by installing Doom 3, so we recommend not installing the game to the Xbox hard drive. If people do install Doom 3 BFG Edition to their hard drive, they should still be able to access both titles from Xbox Live Dashboard under My Games. So, if you're having a problem, just uninstall it. (laughs) It's it's weird that they do that. Um, I just bought a uh, 250 gig hard drive for an S... Um, Xbox, whatever, X, uh, 360S. Yeah. Yeah, Slim. Um, and I got it, it was like $42. Uh, 
and I was reading through, and everybody's like, you know, works great, everything's perfect. People are correct in stating that you cannot play Xbox originals. You cannot play Xbox One games on these hard drives. The only hard drives you can do that on are the Microsoft hard drives. So this isn't a Microsoft hard drive. This is like a third, you know, a third-party hard drive that works perfectly fine, except for Xbox One games on the uh, on the 360. Hmm. You have to buy the Microsoft drive, which is crazy, seeing that there's a hundred dollar difference between them. Yeah. So I was well, like, well, you who know, plays that's Xbox One white. games anymore, right? I ha- I have one, but. Honestly, it's not worth a hundred bucks. <laughs> so I was like, eh, "Okay, who cares?" <laughs> and moved on from there. So, all right, cool. Wake up, Rob! Stop sleeping over there. Stop watching. Hell, pause, mute, pa- mute. Pause, Wake up, you old pause dog. The Halo. Pause Halo. And uh, <laughs> this sleeping dog was sleeping. All right, so sleeping dogs has uh, been out for a little while now. Position, huh? Yeah, Sleeping Dogs has been out for a little while now, and what is it missing? What's it missing? DLC. Well, DLC and zombies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Does it have a bow and arrow and, already? And or they're not just—they're not just ordinary zombies. They are Chinese zombies. So they're different. Yes. Yes, they are different. So it's not the run-of-the-mill zombie game. It is now a Chinese zombie game. So basically, the new DLC uh, is Halloween themed, I guess, of sorts, or it's coming up uh, around Halloween, rather, and it will have Chinese mythology-inspired zombies, entitled, or the the DLC is entitled Nightmare in North Point, where it centers around the character Big Scar Wu who they say was so unruly that the Grand Dragon set out to make an example of him and had him stabbed 42 times before feeding his bleeding corpse to the grinder at the Smiley Cat food plant. Um, this is a children's show, by the way? Family show? <laughs> then why are we talking it. about DLC? <laughs> I don't know. Continue. I'll so, <laughs> yeah... So actually, yeah, it's Smiley Cat. No, or is it Super Happy Cat? What are the things that they always have at the Chinese restaurants? That big cat. You know, what you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, the one that kind of waves at you. Super Happy Cat. Yeah. With the big with the big eyes. I know what you're talking. Yeah. About. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, that's their food plant. Anyway, uh, it will be released on uh, Xbox, PS3, and Steam this Halloween. Look for it. Woohoo! Over. <laughs> and Roger. that's a transition you give me? Yes. <laughs> Roger. Nice. All right. So. No, he's not Roger, he's Mark. The uh, Microsoft Store has the Surface with Windows RT available for pre order. They are 32 <laughs> and 64 gig versions available with and without type and touch covers. Update, they are sold out in the U.S. <laughs> are you serious? Uh, uh, Major Nelson posted this story after the story posted that they were sold out in the U.S. Holy moly. Yeah. Microsoft 
uh, service pre-order sale in U.S. This was well, I guess this was October twentieth that I read this. But they're they're that pushed was to only like yesterday. So yeah, well yeah, I guess it's past midnight now. But um, yeah, they're pushed to like they're pushed like to November second <laughs> for you. <laughs> so oh, so you but read yeah, it they're... two days ago. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Two whole days. Sorry, I looked at my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when this. That's when this one posted, so. Well, I know we talked about this a while back, and we were talking about pricing and how it would compare to the uh, iPad. Mm-hmm. And the 32 gig is 500 bucks. The 32 gig with a black touch cover is $600. And the 64 gig with a black touch cover is $700. Yeah. So I'm not seeing how this can really compete with an iPad. They they had uh they had a there was a site that had a good breakdown on it stating things like you know well it comes with you know Office or this or that it kind of rattled off things like your get that you get out of the box that you don't get out of the box with an iPad but besides the extra sixteen gig because what it's a sixteen gig iPad is thirty. Is four ninety nine as well, right? I have no idea. Yeah, I think I'll tell you in a second, though. Yeah, I think they're four ninety nine. So you're getting some extra space things there. You're getting like word processing and things like that for free. Um, you know, the touch cover is actually one of the coolest things, and that thing's one hundred and thirty bucks, either one hundred and sixty or one hundred and thirty bucks, depending on which model that you get out of the cover. Um, the sixteen but, gig is five hundred dollars. You're correct. Yeah. 32 so, gigs are $600. Yeah. So they're they're pretty comparable in price, yeah. but remember that this Surface here is the RT version. So the only yeah. software you can run is the software that's out of the the like the their app store. Yep. This is not the cool pro version that you can install anything on. Which that there is the disappointing part because that there is I think what everybody would be looking for, and it's probably going to be eight nine hundred thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Well, the seven hundred dollars for the sixty four gig here our T version. Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah, it's going to be up. There. Yeah, it's it's going to be nine to thousand dollars. Which that there it that is not even competing at all with a tablet. Or you know, well, a, it's a PC though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's different too. True, it is. A, it's essentially a PC. True. So it's completely. I mean, these are if we do the RT version is what you would be comparable to the iPad. True. Because you're going to have to use what's in the App Store. Mm-hmm. But you the know, pro I versions don't... are going to be very handy in the in in the um, business world. in business. Oh, in the bit like I would love to have one of these as my my development device. You know. Instead of uh, my laptop or my machine, well, I don't. I can't really say that because my machine is a pretty beefy dual monitor, <laughs> you know, machine at work. But see, my yeah. concern is that see, I I like Microsoft products. I like what they do. The problem mm-hmm. is, is they don't. They can't compete. They outside of the Xbox and Windows, they can't seem to compete in the marketplace. You know, and you look at the Zune. Now, Zune has now been rebranded, and it's Xbox Music, yet they're talking about you can get free streaming, and you can stream oh, all the song, but that's only yeah. if you have, like, Windows 8. 
We'll talk uh, about that. I got I got that later. Oh, okay. I'll so go into I can, details. I can on that. rant on that later then. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm about. I, I'm. I got a rant. We can, here. We can tag to you on that one. <laughs> okay. Good. But um. So, but it's like, you know, they don't. It seems like their products they kill them off pretty quick. Um. I. I mean, Xbox died quick because of the 360. I get it. You know, and they supported it still for a while. So I. I don't have complaints there. But it's just like. You know, this tablet's going after iPad, and when they tried to do the uh, go after the iPod, and they tried to go after the iPhone, they just aren't succeeding, and it's like they don't support it enough. And I hear people have Windows 7 phones that aren't really happy with them. Um, right. The only people I think that are really happy with them are the people who are just using them for games. They don't use them as an actual phone. They just play games on them for achievements, course. So, Yeah, my wife got rid of hers for an iPhone. So, I mean... It's cool. I mean, cool tech and everything. But I, I, the bad part is when they announce these, the cool, I, they're really nice looking devices. And the coolest part about them, I hate to say this, is the cover. Dude, I love the covers in these things. They look so neat, you know, because they have the keyboard and everything in them. And and when they when they gave the side by side comparisons, they were talking about like the screen size, like the screen size is bigger, you know, than the iPad, but it is not. The displays, if you compare the displays, like it's the iPad just blows these things away because they have that retina display in the new iPad. Um, but it does do a lot of stuff that you actually have to either pay extra or you just can't get with the iPad. Uh, I wish I could find that comparison chart and explain it. No, but my, but, uh, my point, my concern about this is that it's like you buy into it, like the Zune. Well, the Zoom's yeah. gone. The hardware's gone. I don't think Windows Phone 7s are going to be really uh, – they're not – they just don't seem to support them in the same way uh, that Apple does. And and, it, and what kills me is, like, Microsoft has the talent, the money, the technology to take on Apple. Look at Samsung. They're, they're taking Apple on head-on and kicking butt with the Galaxy S3. You know, I mean, they're going out yeah. commercial. I love their commercials. Oh, those yeah, are which, awesome. Dude, those which are so the funny, funny, man. It, it just, I mean, they're ripping on Apple fanboys, but, you know, it cracks does, me up. Even when I had an Apple phone, I was like, oh, those are so funny. That's so funny. And who makes some of the iPad screens or iPods or iPhone screens? Samsung. Samsung. Yeah. But it's like, the you know, so they're going after Apple and they're doing very well. You know, why can't Microsoft do the same thing? It's like, uh, we put out a good idea and they start and then it's like, oh, well, we didn't, we, we didn't blow, we didn't make, you know, 50% market share the first year. So we just quit and give up. And that's, that's why I wouldn't want to put my money into the surface tablet. You know, I just don't feel that they have, they, they're never in it for the long haul. It seems like, unless they can dominate right out the gate. Yeah. (laughs) And, and the and the other problem is is like it, when they say compete, like oh we're making a product to compete with the iPad. You should they're, compete they're just with like, the iPad. You should yeah, knock it out of the water. Right. So it's it's like hey let's make something that competes with the iPad. So we're going to make this device that's like the iPad, and we'll have the same iPad pricing. And it's just like no, that's not how you compete with the iPad. If people are going to pay that much money for an iPad, then you better come underneath that price for people then to think about your device. You've got to steal away people, basically. Yeah, you are, you are not, not the pricing. iPad. 
You're going to go at the same price. Give me something that I, you know, that I look at it and go, wow, I have got, I don't want an iPad. Or if I have an iPad, I'm coming across over to you because I see something better that I want. I mean, I've was, I've been an iPhone user for, since the iPhone 3 came out. And I just recently moved over to a Samsung Galaxy S3. And that's because, you know, well, failures on, that I feel that Apple did, they got stagnant, but, um, you know, it's like the other, uh, the other guys are giving me something more instead of the same old thing every two years, you know. And I, I, I don't think Microsoft really has that mentality of, you know, let's, let's do what they did, only make it better. We're going right. to make you want this other product. We're not going to give you the same thing that the Apple store can give you. You know, and, and that's, yeah, I, so I don't know, I really don't have a lot of faith that the Surface tablet will stand around or stand the test of time like the Apples have. Yeah. The, the comparison, I kind of found it. It's like they're comparing the two models alike, 32 to 32. So it's 499 versus 599, you know, 10.81 versus 9.5 as far as their dimensions. The weight's almost the same. Operating system's different. They have uh, the NVIDIA Tegra T30 as the processor instead of the uh, A5X. Uh, it has an extra gig of memory, which is cool. Uh, screen size, I already mentioned that's they're like almost an inch difference. The screen resolution is not even comparable because iPad just dominates on that one. Um, the cameras are 720p on both front and back on the Surface. Where on the iPad, the front is a VGA and the rear is a 1080p. And then the covers are obviously different. Somewhere in here, it goes into like, you know, well, we have Microsoft Office built in and, and things like that for free. So there's a couple things in there. But, yeah, you're right. As far as, far as comparable notes, it's like I need to need to knock it out of the water. And it's kind of cool. Like you got off. I think I was talking to you. I You know, it, it's like I went. I got an iPhone 5. Um, and the reason why I stuck with, you know, my device is I only had one issue with my other phone, which was the home button. Yeah. But I went to iFixit. I went and bought a, it was $14 for the new piece. I went in, took my phone apart, replaced the button, worked a thousand, I mean, worked perfectly. And I actually sold my iPhone for, for $260. So I got, I got my, they paid me 50 bucks basically to get my iPhone 5. <laughs> yeah. So I upgraded pretty much for free. Um, but the other thing is I, I don't have another iOS device. So everything that I put, every piece, every bit of money that I've put in over the last four years uh, into my Apple device, uh, I don't have anything else to back it up. So I can't feel free to jump across to another phone. Like if I had an iPad which would run all my iOS stuff, I'd go to any phone I want. And if I went to any phone, it'd be the Galaxy S3. I, I have two friends that have one that it looks so nice. It's such a, you know, awesome. it's such a good, it's a good looking phone. I, I, I think it looks, the only thing I don't like, it's a little wider than what I'm used to. Um, <laughs> you know what though? It's funny because I thought they're huge. The phone's huge. Yeah. And um, the height, the but, height isn't the funny thing because the height is bigger on the iPhone, but it's not wider. I know they even they mention this as far as an iPhone, but it is something that I can tell. I can tell when my phone has to wrap around versus 
doesn't have to. You know what I mean? Because I've held both phones. Yeah, and it, it's funny because I picked up um, my old iPhone I gave to my little guy. I put some games on it, so it's his game machine now. And um, touch, kind of, and he right? loves it. Yeah, yeah I, I just airplane I shut mode. everything off and just turn airplane mode on. Yeah. And um, so I picked it up and held it in my hand and looked at it because he was asking me something, and I'm like. Oh my gosh, this thing is tiny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I couldn't totally. believe it. I mean, it's only been like, what, two weeks, three weeks that yep. I've changed uh-huh. it. And I look, I pick it up and I'm like, this thing is so small. You know, it's funny. It, it's, it's amazing. But, um, you know, but I it's made It's good the that switch. you've adapted. It's well, good that you've adapted to your other phone where that feels normal. You know what I mean? If it I, still well, felt big to you. Then... I like the big size of it, actually. Yeah. It's cool. So easy to read stuff. Um, I, you know, I'm getting old. <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't have a problem with the other one, but it's just, yeah, I like the bigger screen for, for everything I'm trying to read on it. Um, I, I just, it's a nice phone. Now there's things that I do miss. There are some things I miss from the iPhone that I think the iPhone did better. Um, and, but that's more related to my work email. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't like how it works on the Android, but it, it's, it's a work specific application I got to use and uh, on the Android it's a separate app where on the iPhone it was integrated so your you know all your calendar alerts and everything came through where here they you get a notification but they're not it's just very different um, I do Maybe miss something to work on now so yeah. um, I don't know I, I mean I can talk to the guys that do it. <laughs> I can say, hey, guys, <laughs> you know, because it's my own company that <laughs> makes the application. Satisfaction. Yeah, it's my own company that makes like, the application. Guys, this is unacceptable. Yeah, yeah, so, but, you know, there there's some things that I did like that the I think the iPhone does a lot better. For the most part, yeah. for I'd say 95% of it, I absolutely love the Galaxy. Yeah. I think it blows the iPhone out of the water in a lot of ways, but... Um, I've, I've coming very quickly to learn that I loved the iTunes store for it being closed. Um, wow. I'm having a big problem with apps on the Google play store. Um, and maybe I got to learn the, the nuances of when you install something, how it can yeah. install other things without you mm-hmm. knowing about it. Um, I went and grabbed a, a flashlight utility cause I always had one on my iPhone Often I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm over here at my, in my office at the opposite end of the house. I shut my lights off while everybody's sleeping. It's pitch black trying to go down the hallway. So I usually, always turn the flashlight on on my phone. So I downloaded one from the Android store and I didn't notice it or know about it, but it installed a search page in my browser. <laughs> and I yeah. finally figured out how to get that out of there today. Um, but I've seen other programs install, like you'll download a wallpaper and it installed other things mm. and other advertisement type of stuff. Um, and I don't like that. I never once had that problem in the, in the iTunes store. Yeah. Um, but well, you're right because of being closed or open. Yeah. So now according to Rob, he said that Google's working on trying to fix that, um, because developers have been able to find a loophole or something but i really that's one of the biggest things i really hate and now it's like i don't even want to pull anything down because i don't know what it's going to do to my phone um so i removed the 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 flashlight app 
which I could go get it again because I figured out how to remove the the search thing in the in the web browser, um, and I could pull it back down again and just remove that. But it's like, no, I'd rather just pull something else down. But it's like you don't know what it's going to do. So, and it's weird because they do tell you all the things that the app does, but some of them are like, you know, you don't, you know, it's like, oh, it, it taps into your phone function and all this. I'm like, well, what the heck's it doing? Well, yeah. <laughs> what it really means is it needs to know the status of if a phone call comes in that it, so it can flip you over to the phone. But when you're reading like what it does, you're all like, man, it knows everything about me. I don't want this, you yeah. know, and you don't get that on the iTunes store. You just download it and you never know what it's doing. So, I mean, I like the fact that you can see what each app does, but there, you know, unless you really read into everything, because I I was very new at this and never experienced that. And all of a sudden I'm like, Rob, what's going on? There's all this stuff going on. So, um, yeah, the the worst part of all that is really just those different ad networks, because these guys are putting out this free software and they're trying to monetize it by putting in, you know, search whatever ads and there's there's a couple different type of ad networks now so what i usually wind up doing is if i'm looking for an app i'll just look through the comments look at the star rating and and people will start rating junk low i mean as soon as they see like adware or whatnot you know it it gets one starred and they just you know complain and complain in the comments so you know when you're looking for something just arbitrarily, let's say like a flashlight app, and there's hundreds of them. There's hundreds. There's a lot of them that are straightforward, small downloads, clean. Uh, I know there was one that was, I think it was called Torch. That one was pretty good. I don't think it had any ads. But yeah, definitely check out the comments on there. And but you that's know, not it's, like the one I downloaded. Yeah, it's got uh, it's got five stars. And, um, rated, rated by two people. <laughs> it's rated by, um, no, there's half a million people rated at five stars. Wow. So I'm like, this is great. And then all of a sudden I find out, Hey, this thing, uh, this thing throws in, uh, it changes your search screen. That sucks. You know, so it's almost like downloading something on your PC because then I, I went to like, you know, open my browser later and all of a sudden it, it, it defaulted new page. And there's a search screen and I'm like, it looks very close to Google's search page, but I'm like, this isn't Google. It was just, it wasn't right. And then of course you look at the bottom print in there. It says installed by, you know, this bright, brightest flashlight free program. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, there's half a million people gave it five stars. I'm like, oh, okay. Nope. And it, it puts in spam. I mean, it, it puts in this other search page, which you never know what those are doing. I know in the PC world, man, you don't want to use those. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so it's putting it on my phone and that's, you know, so that's, that's kind of a pain. So I'm, a, it's like a little concerned on what I actually want to use. So I can't really necessarily trust the star ratings and, and everything. Now there were fourteen thousand one stars, <laughs> so there's a bunch there. But when you're on your phone, and I'm only pulling this up because I'm looking at it on my on my PC, uh, gotcha. you know, uh, when you're on the phone first looking at it, you know, I'm not. I don't want to go through thirty thousand reviews before I hit that first one star. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I'm looking at the first couple pages and it's just all five stars. Everyone loves it, and it was a great. Uh, oh yeah, here's one. I'm on like page four. And it says installs invasive browser redirect. 
redirects your searches to an adware site. So somebody did post it, but yeah, you'll never see that on the phone. You'll never see that. So I need to read that's, this thing. That's why you use your phone. You get me on the phone. Hey, Rob, buddy, what torch or what flashlight, flashlight app do I need? Help me, help me. Yeah. It's just it, light. yeah. The the only the only negative I'll say before so we can move on is like the only negative that I would see out of um, out of an Android device, and this is because my you know like I said I have friends that have it, is that a new operating system will come out. Like what's the newest one? Ice cream sandwich. Well, Jelly Beans coming out. Jelly Bean, yeah. Okay, so Jelly Beans coming, but or it's already out for some devices. Well, that yeah, right there you go. That's that's my number. That would be my number. That's, I mean, it's really not negative, I guess, but it is to me because he just got ice cream sandwich, but jelly beans out because he has to wait on whoever it is to make their special version of ice cream sandwich for just their phone or for their network, and you have to wait. And, and Windows Seven's the same way. Um, at least. The only thing that I like about iOS, even though you don't get all the features of iOS, depending on how old your phone is and things like that, at least it's like, hey, everybody's got it, and everybody's got it. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those things, like, you know, some people will be talking about, like, hey, I got, I got Jelly Bean. Look at, look at all these new features. That's so great. And you're like, oh, I'm, you know, AT&T says I'll get it in here in a couple months. And so it's just like. Wow, you know, outside there. But nonetheless, there's going to be pluses and minuses with no matter what phone you had, which leads me to a guy's comment that I saw online. He said, what what have we come to when we are castrating other people based on the phone that they use? Mm-hmm. It's like, can't, can't we just buy the phone that we want to buy and use what we want to use without any criticism from people using the other product. And it was really good and I, I really like that because I think he actually used I think he actually used an Android. I think he got a Galaxy S three and he's just kinda like fed up, you know, when he goes to look at something and all he sees is the bickering back and forth, just like anything else, but the, you know, the bickering back and forth between, you know, Apple and all Android devices and and things like that. So it's just like, you know what? That's a good comment. I like, I caught, you know, I liked his quote on that was, you know, stop the bickering, use whatever you want to use and don't, you know, judge the Blackberry people. Not the Android. It's, it's, it's almost like as bad as this freaking election is, man. And politics there. I have people I can't even talk to because they are just so nasty and it's like, you know, if I said I'm an undecided voter right now, but with your nastiness, I'm not going to vote for the guy you're voting for. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to be like you. <laughs> so it just amazes me how some people just start swearing and. Oh, they're nasty. Nasty. Oh, awful, awful. Ah, oh, man. It's crazy. But all right. Can we get back to games? <laughs> hey, real quick. Oh, nope. <laughs> I always have to throw this in. I always have to throw it in. Uh, I did hear one explanation as to why there's this huge uh, spread on Android devices, mm-hmm. all the different versions, and that's that Google puts out basically the base operating system, mm-hmm. and then the carriers all have to customize it to the radios that they put inside 
their devices. Mm -hmm. So it's that time that the carriers take or uh, the phone companies take to do that coding. That's the delay. And some companies decide to not do it and they abandon the platform eventually. You know, where ice cream sandwich might not come out on a phone that came out a couple of years ago. Right. Yeah, and it's just that's just one of those things that's like, man, you know try to rope you know, just like how they're trying to rope the app store in to to maybe fix some things like that. Maybe should they, they should consider something like that, you know, as well. But but that's where you get with an open and a closed system. When you open it up, hey, sorry, we we give it to everybody else, it's up to them to implement it. Um but, you know, and you're, it's just one of those things. When you have a an operating system that's on ungodly, un, you know, however many devices versus an operating system that's on one, you know, it's that's what you get when you have a closed versus open system is you can kind of you can control those things a little bit more, which Apple's all about controlling. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. But cool. They control everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just the amount of activations that they do is insane. Yeah. Like midsummer, Android was activating a million phones a day. Yeah. I don't even know. Wait, September, they were at 1.3 million. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. A lot of phones out there. For sure. Tell me about board games and Bioshock. All right, all right. So Bioshock Infinite is coming out a little bit down the road. And Plat Hat Games, uh, a board game company, has released that they will be doing a Bioshock game, Bioshock Infinite game, actually. So what this game is going to include is 52 miniatures with 11 different dies. So basically, I guess that means that there's 11 different uh, uh, types of... of uh, Creatures, figurines, whatever you want to call it. Or, yeah, 11 different unique sculpts. And uh, it should have a, a pretty nice board, and I've, everything else is kind of sketchy on it. They really haven't released a lot of pictures. There's a uh, picture on the Plaid Hat game site of what the box is going to look like, but we'll probably be finding out a little more on the game uh, I don't know, in the next couple of days or so. Because Board Game Geek, the huge repository of information for board, all things board game, doesn't even have this game listed yet. So this is very, very fresh news. So look for it if you're a board gamer and you like Bioshock. Yeah. And the game game comes out, was well, scheduled to come out February 26, 2013, until it gets delayed again. And again. Yeah. So they got people dropping like flies right now. So, and going to Microsoft at that. So, maybe they're seeing the number of uh, 360s that are out the door. Hint, hint, Mark, you're up. A couple, two, three. (laughs) Microsoft has confirmed that 70 million Xbox 360 consoles have been sold worldwide. Next, <laughs> no, that's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot of Xbox 360s. But I still, you know, that's how many have been sold. I still, I, I wonder. 
how many of those have been returned? You know, because all the returns don't count. You know, people return them and get a new one. That counts as a new one, even though they didn't actually sell it. So we'll never really know what the true number was. Um, but still, it's, it's still impressive that they've gotten seventy million out the door. So that's pretty good. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, and seventy million. Xboxes will be able to use the new Xbox Music, which is offering streaming to Windows and Xbox, sort of. Um, sort of. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> so, for people that don't know, this—I mean, Zune Marketplace or the Zune Music or whatever it is—is is now has been rebranded as Xbox Music, and this comes, but you know, another one of those we're going to try to compete with. Uh, like Spotify or Pandora. Um, I don't know if any, if any of you guys use Pandora or Last.fm. No. Okay. To me, those services may have been just come out too early or they tried to monetize too much, but I use Spotify like crazy. Um, I use it for free. It gives you a commercial like every seven, eight songs, and the commercials are like 20 seconds. But I can stream just about anything when I'm developing, and I only use it when I'm you know, working anyways. But um, Xbox Music. So what you're getting here is it's this all-in-one music system for Windows PCs, tablets, Xbox consoles. Um, I guess it'll eventually come out to iOS and things like that. But it lets you stream music online, like Spotify. Uh, it lets you pick certain songs, artists. Uh, it has a music store. Um and, and all this stuff is kind of like for this monthly subscription. So what you're getting is this, okay? It's free for the first 30 days on Xbox. So what you're getting is you got the Xbox Music app, uh, which is limited in functionality um, for the Xbox Live free members. Um, but you absolutely need an Xbox Live Gold membership to actually use the Xbox Music Pass, which is like the Zune Pass. Wing, you remember you saying that you used the Zune Pass? Uh, I did for a little bit, yeah. Yeah, so uh, to use the Zune Pass on the Xbox, you're going to have to have Xbox Live membership as well. <laughs> so, and the Pass is either 10 bucks a month or 100 bucks a year. Um, but Plus, tack on sixty bucks, you know, if you want to do it on your uh, Xbox. But you get to try it out for thirty can, days for free. Can Bron? Can you can you repeat what you just said? Yes. Just the first part of that. Okay, so it is ten bucks a month, hundred bucks a year. But if you want to use it on your Xbox, you have to have the Xbox Live Gold membership, which is an extra, which is sixty bucks a year. So. If I want to listen to, if I want to use Xbox Music Service mm -hmm. on my Xbox, mm -hmm. it's going to cost me $160 a year. Because not only do I have to pay for the Xbox Music Service, I also have to pay for a completely another separate Xbox service. Yes, and that's just a stream. But it doesn't, you don't pay the extra on Windows 8. Even though this is called Xbox Music, it's not called Windows Music. Yeah, yeah, and uh, let me get into that because there's some more stuff. So uh, even if you pay for the subscription, some features of Xbox Music don't work um, 
unlike <laughs> Windows or the Windows 8 or the Windows Phone 8, you cannot download music. You can only stream. And you can't even stream the music while you play games. So you can only stream if you're actually in the music player only. You can't start a game and then bring up the music player. And I imagine they're going to have to try to change that. But so, but that's that's for it now. So free for the first 30 days. If you guys want to try it, you can go out there now. Do it for 30 days. You're going to have to put in a credit card, I believe, so they can start charging you after that. Um, on Windows 8, it's free for the first six months. So you get six months, and you get let's see, it lets you stream unlimited songs of your choice for six months. After that, you're allowed to okay. So after your free six months, you can still use this for free, but you only get ten hours a month to stream music unless you pay for the sub subscription fee. So with Xbox, once your 30 days is up, you're up. You have to pay the sub subscription fee. But on Windows 8, you can still go for free, but you only can listen to 10 hours a month, and I think you get like one commercial every 15 minutes or something like that. Yeah, you have to listen to ads every 15 minutes through the whole free trial. So I imagine the free trial plus, you know, after the trial's up. So Windows 8, you get uh, three more months, or sorry, instead of thirty, instead of one month, you get six months. And after your six months is up, you can still listen to ten hours a month with a commercial every fifteen minutes, so on and so forth. Um, uh, and with when you're at free at any time, you cannot download music. So. But, you know, it's just like one of the Zoom passes. And other platforms are going to be iOS later this year, um, which will run like the Windows 8 app, um, which has the same streaming limits as the way, uh, Windows 8 app. Uh, the Windows 8 app uh, won't let you stream music unless you subscribe, like, like the Xbox app. So the only thing where you can actually listen to free music, like Spotify, let's say, is on Windows 8. Everything else, you're going to have to have the uh, subscription. No, no wonder, you, just reading through this, no wonder why their things just don't work and don't, don't last very long and why they give up. <laughs> Trying to keep this stuff straight in my mind right now is I got a headache. So, um, yeah, it's no, like the, no, the no mention, thing. no mention on Windows Phone 7 or, you know, Mike or Windows Windows Seven or Windows Phone Seven, it's 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 Windows Eight, Windows Phone Eight or Xbox, and pretty much you have to pay for it on Windows Phone and on Xbox. Um, on Xbox, you also have to have Xbox Live subscription, and, and on the Windows Eight, you can subscribe, but you get six months instead of one month for free. And after your six months is over, you can still get ten hours for free, but you get to listen to commercials for fifteen minutes during your entire free part whenever you're free you have to listen to a commercial every 15 minutes I, I don't think I don't so, see how they're competing with Spotify <laughs> no it's ridiculous so. it, I, I'm still so frustrated because I remember when I first read it they're like free streaming you know with ad supported streaming I'm like you know what that's I can deal with that it'd be nice I, to turn my Xbox music on Xbox music turn it on and let it stream music, and I can listen to an ad. It's no bigger than different than listening to the radio. 
And, oh, guess what? That doesn't work on the Xbox. You have yeah. to have Windows to do that. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, for Zune people, I mean, I've got the Zune software. I've been trying to figure out, as you know, is it going to update my Zune software? Is it going to change it to Xbox Music? No. And it's like there's no information out there. And the Zune app still seems to work. I, yeah. I guess it's still tied into the App Store or the back end. But I was telling Rob, I said, I have no idea what's going to happen with, is this going to impact our podcast for the Zune Marketplace? You know, well, what's it going to do on the back end type of stuff? Yeah, you know, should. for those that use Zune. Yeah. If since they, they mentioned they mentioned Pandora, they mentioned Pandora in this, and they mentioned Spotify. If you guys want to get a competitor, if you guys want to try something, just go try Spotify. You get to make your own playlist. You get to pick any music that they that you can find on there, which is a ton. Yeah, you can share music. You can uh, subscribe to other people's feeds. You do get a commercial, like I, every five or six songs. If you're skipping song, you know it's kind of like what the Pandora does. But Pandora is like horrible compared to Spotify. Spotify is freaking awesome. Um, they do have a subscription as well. If you want to do offline music listening or if you want to use like iOS device or something like that, you have to pay for it. But I've used Spotify for since it came out in the U.S. I got like a beta code for it. I've used it ever since. And unlike Pandora, Pandora, you pick a band, and then they kind of pick music for you based on whatever you put in there, and you can only skip certain amount of songs. Well, this one here, it's it's just like having a sub- sub- subscription fee to this Xbox Music, and you get to listen to anything and everything. So, I mean, they have a ton of stuff. So if you need invites or anything like that, you know, let me know on Facebook. I can. I, I might. I don't know. I think it's open for free now. I think it uses Facebook to sign in, and then you guys can even go out there and see what I'm doing. Add me to your friends list, whatnot. But uh, yeah, I'm on there all the time. So, but I, I was kind of excited when I saw this. I'm like, hey, this is gonna be great. You know, maybe I can get off of Spotify and you know I can use my Xbox and do this and do that, and it'll be built into Windows or whatnot. But it's like. Windows 8 only, and this thing here is confusing as crap. It's just a bunch of garbage. It's it's just everywhere. And it kind of goes to what you're saying about them just ditching early and doing stuff. It's like, how can you compete with something when it's so confusing? And they just love overpricing for stuff. But of course, you know, who knows how much of it's due to like, you know, artists want this or that or whatnot. But, all right. There's Xbox Music. If anybody wants to try to figure it out even more, you know, or if you guys sign up for it, let us know how it goes. Um, I, I do want to say one thing real quick. Okay. Um, one thing I do like about the, I'm going to jump back to the phone thing because I was looking through. I want to say two things. One thing I, I like about, kind of on topic of Xbox Music, is I've discovered with my new phone that I'm able to upload. I was able to upload all my music mm-hmm. to uh, what's it called Google Play. Google Music Play. Google Music. Oh, that's Google because Play. because everything's tied in. It. It's so weird yeah. how I'm now using more Google stuff than ever before. I always loved Google, but mm-hmm. like the Google Play or the Google Music, I was able to upload my entire library, and as it was uploading, I could see it on my phone appearing, and yeah. I could immediately play it on my phone once it was uploaded. 
Yep. I could immediately play it on the phone. And I'm like, that's really cool. And I can listen to my music that I used to only have on my computer. Now I can listen to it no matter where I'm at on my phone or on my uh, Kindle. I think probably even my Kindle maybe because uh, that's an Android app. Uh, I'll have to look on that to see if the Google Music's on there or not. But, um, you know, any PC <laughs> that I just log into my Google account, and there's my music playable. Yeah, That's like really 20, cool. 000, it's like 20,000 songs or something like that. You can put 20,000 into yeah. your library, and then you yeah. can, of course, buy music right through their Google Music thing, and, and it immediately adds it to your library. And doesn't count toward your 20,000. Right. So... That's really cool. Also, I was looking, as we were talking about earlier about the flashlight thing, I was looking through on the PC, looking through the Google Play Store, which is really cool because, again, I'm logged into my account. It knows which phone I have. So as I'm looking, it tells me whether the app is uh, compatible or not with the phone. So I found one that was actually a flashlight app that was actually made by Motorola. Uh, the reviews were like ad- ad-free, no adware, no junk, and it works. So I actually installed it. I just said install it from my PC, and immediately it'll go over my phone, and it popped right out. I could see the little thing pop up downloading right to my phone immediately. I'm like, yeah, that, that's, it's cool that everything is so linked, and it's so easy to use, yeah. unlike iTunes, because I have always hated iTunes. Yeah, I'm not – I was – they're revamping it, but I was kind of hoping they'd rebuild it from the ground up. But the the whole – like, they have cloud – you know, they have the iTunes – cloud or iphone cloud or apple whatever it is the cloud, iCloud, yeah. iCloud. that's really that's one thing like yes i can buy things on itunes and it pushes it out to my devices and i'll be downloading apps on my phone which download into my itunes but then they start popping up on my wife's phone <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty funny she's like what are you downloading why is there stuff on my phone you know it just keep it keeps popping up on her phone but yeah that's 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 cool i really like the you know that type of thing it's pretty cool yeah, so it's just I like the way everything's integrated and and everything. It's pretty cool. And one thing too that's really cool is that you can just plug your phone into a computer, you know, with a micro USB cable, and then it just shows up as a drive. So if you want to copy music to it or off of it, you can pictures, you know, movies if you want to watch them on the plane or train. You just copy it up. Takes just a couple minutes and. You know, you don't need any special software for that. It's just, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to know what else is cool? What's that? Battlefield Three. Um, <laughs> nah, go on. So, if you haven't seen it already, I think it's been posted out on Facebook uh, on our uh, on the group. But uh, Battlefield Three Aftermath brings the Quake. So the I think this is the last DLC. Um, which is pretty funny that I'm reading this story because it says Activision has released a launch trailer for the Aftermath DLC uh, pack coming to Battlefield 3. <laughs> which takes place in the rubble of a massive earthquake that hit, you know, hit a place in the game. And that funny? It says Activision has released the launch trailer. It's a EA game. Um think somebody got their stuff wrong. Um, so if you watch this trailer, you'll see that these guys are kind of getting up and, and, pl- and the place is just destroyed and, and it starts to shake at the end. So you kind of get a glimpse of maybe what's to come in the latest DLC, but uh, the trailer's out there for 
everybody to take a look at. And it comes, uh, okay, so the release schedule for the DLC for Battlefield due to their premium and all this stuff is just super crazy. The the release schedule starts November 27th for PlayStation 3, Battle 3, Battlefield 3 premium members. So I think like two weeks after that will be Xbox premium, and then two weeks after that will be uh, PlayStation, and then two weeks after that will be Xbox. So that's kind of how that goes. But it's coming. Coming in a month or two. All right. Something else half, that's something else that's coming out in about another month or two is going to be that Walking Dead um, disc set that or disc that we've been talking about past couple of episodes. So there's going to be two editions of it actually. So the first one is going to be a thirty dollar version that's going to have all of the five different episodes in it, and there's going to be a GameStop exclusive collector's edition for $70. Yeah. So uh, right now or uh, it's available for pre-order only. So if you really, 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 really want it, you got to pre-order it. What it will include is the full game. So all five episodes, it's going to have the first 48 issues of the comics in uh, the form of compendium one. And exclusive cover art by Charlie Adlard. Not sure who that is. I guess that's... He does the cover art for... Artist, yeah. Yeah, majority of the... I think he does the covers. And also... He, is, go ahead. Uh, did they mention how much... What are they comparing the price for that Compendium 1? Did they, they give a value on it? I think the one I read, it was like, oh, it's a fifty nine ninety nine value... You know, the Compendium 1 or something like that. Is it that much? I bought it for like $35, yeah, I think. That, that's what I mean. It's it's like 30 dollars. <laughs> I got it sitting here on my desk. <laughs> yeah. I thought somewhere the one that I read, it was like they they gave the value in like parentheses. Like, oh, the Compendium 1 is a value of $59. I was like, no, it's not. It's like $30. <laughs> so so basically, for 70 bucks, you're getting a $30 game, a $35 book, and five bucks in special art. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh wait, yep, I did. I, I think I found it. It was on IGN. The Walking Dead Compendium One, which normally retails for fifty nine ninety nine. Well, it's probably that is probably the retail price. It is on Amazon. But that's just retail, and they sell it for like thirty something dollars. Right. Nobody sells it for retail price. So, but they're always yeah. going to put that in. So, but it is also a special cover. It's not that oh, yes, covers. It is. It's black instead of white, so you, know, yeah. you can't get that anywhere else. Yeah. Is uh, that whole comic's black and white, correct? No, I meant the cover. Why well, no? But I mean, yes, you the have... comics, the compendium. It's all black and white. Yeah. Okay. Because the if you read from the artist or the creator. The reason why that whole thing is black and white is, or is that's why it's so cheap. That's how they make the price so much lower because the comic is in co- full color. Sorry, color. However you want. I'm sorry, guys. Color. <laughs> it has its reds and blues and oranges. The, the, the so. full comic is on the on my shirt collar. <laughs> yeah. So 
because when you buy the books, like the things that are kind of getting groups of the comics together and cheaper prices, they they start to become black and white uh, to make them cheaper, which makes sense. But I think it's cool that they do that at least. So, but if people aren't buying, don't have this at all, that'd be one heck of a one heck of a buy, if you ask me. So get the first forty six comics and stuff. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Last story. Last story. I don't think any of us have ever played any Dragon Age, but I know a lot of people have. And Dragon Age Three: The Inquisition, um, I guess, is on the on the on the horizon there for Bioware. Another game coming from Bioware that's going to be um, coming in the future. We got a few small details. Um, that would, these, these were revealed during a Bioware panel at the Edmonton Comic and Entertainment Expo. And, um, so let's read here what they got. Um, and this, this was given to, um, a producer of the game, uh, Cameron Lee, who was, I guess, doing the, uh, live tweeting. So, namely, cinematic designer John Perry said that he's had a longer pre-production on Dragon Age 3 than any other Bioware project he's worked on, and that one level in Dragon Age 3 is as big as all of Dragon Age 2's levels. Mm. Um, Creative director Mike Laidlaw noted that players will be human in the game and that customization is going to be bigger than Dragon Age Origins. Bioware general manager Aaron Flynn posted a picture to Twitter on the backs of event attendees' heads, which happened to include concept art for the game in the background. So it was... um, so if you, you know, you can go out to their, check, I guess check the, the Twitter account for them. You can probably find the uh, images uh, if you're interested. But if you, you know, Dragon Age 3 Inquisition is coming and they're working on it and it looks going to be bigger and better than the previous game. So um, I, this is a game that I always, I tried the original Dragon Age on the Xbox. Um, I just, I, it's one I wanted to like. I was kind of getting into the story, but I was getting my butt kicked by the spiders in the very beginning. Like, the very <laughs> beginning, you know, it's like there's always spiders. And it's mm-hmm. like, I went with um, a character that was like a ranged, it was like a mage, I think. And you couldn't get far enough back, like, to, to deal with the spiders. Uh, and it was just so stupid. And it was just like, this is crazy. You know, because when I'm a ranged expert, I should be able to stand off. Back away, you know, I think of like Torchlight 2, <laughs> which I hope comes to the 360. You know, Torchlight, you know, you're standing back, you know, nailing them in the distance. That's what I was trying to go with in Dragon Age, and it just didn't work. So I never did play through the games. So, but, uh, anywho, that's coming. I think that wraps up our topics finally for the week for us. Now we go on to community topics. <laughs> so my goodness, we got a long show this week. It's 1 a.m. <laughs> Are you going to bow out and leave us, Bron? No. Okay. He's going to Robotron and then never come back. <laughs> no. Uh, I am plugged for the second time. I'm going to have to pl- unplug for the third time so I don't Robotron for the third time. <laughs> well, plus this week we decided we're going to read all the full descriptions and features of every title coming out this week. No, I'm oh, sure. I know that's not true. I listened to the last show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyways. We'll do the rest of the year. <laughs> We're going to do it just for this episode. Yes. Uh, now, this week uh, in our community topics, um, our community basically exists in Facebook, in our Facebook group. So you can look for us, This Xbox Life, on our Facebook. Um, you can email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com. Look at our Twitter 
and um, be sure to follow us on Twitter, and you'll also get notified of um, when our show releases because we always it always tweets automatically. Um, and if you want to leave us a voicemail and get your voice in the show, you can call us at 224-698-XBOX. That's 224-698-9269. And on that note, a lot of people I know have said that they wish we had a better way to contact us via voicemail. Um, I think Rob and I are working on that so that you don't have to use a phone, that you can go through your computer with your mic. So, um, yeah. but that's something gonna... similar to the talk box that we had. Yeah, so worked real well. We've tested it on another site, so I think it might be coming to ours, our website, which is probably going to get revamped. Sorry, Bron. <laughs> we'll talk to you that's about you, that later. <laughs> that's all you guys, man. <laughs> no, I know. Um, but um, anyways, so but in the meantime, give us a call, 224-698-XBOX, if you want to leave us a voicemail. For the first one this week, it came from uh, Jeff, um, who has a ton of things. So the first thing he mentioned he wanted us to talk about was the next piece of Borderlands 2 DLC, which we did cover. Um, and then, Bron, I guess maybe you can touch this base. Um, the Need for Speed Most Wanted extended live-action trailer. Did you see that trailer? I don't think so. I don't think that was the one I actually watched. Um, I saw multiplayer. I saw a multiplayer video. That's the one that made me realize that this was like burnout, <laughs> burnout paradise, and I gotta, I gotta get this. Yeah, I didn't watch it. No, I didn't watch a live action one. No, I haven't either. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to watch the one that he sent us there, but uh, I'll have to do that afterwards. Because uh, he sends us link, thankfully, he sends us links to the stuff that he wants us to talk about. So I will have to watch that. I did not see this. Ooh, look at those cars. I'm going to have to watch that. There's a Cobra, and was that a Ford Lightning truck in the background? And I'm not sure what's mm-hmm. off to the right side, but that's definitely a supercar. <laughs> Might be interesting to see that. So I'll have to check that out. Um, look for the video. If you want to see it, it's on, what is this, Electronic Gaming Monthly? Yeah, EGM. EGM. So you can go to EGM and find it. Or YouTube. Uh, or YouTube, I suppose. Yeah, it's probably where the video is actually hosted, isn't it? Yes. Yep. <laughs> That's where all videos are hosted. Okay, so... Another Google service. <laughs> exactly. I know. I love it. Um, another story is he's asking, will buying video games at a store soon be obsolete? And I'm not going to go in. I mean, he gave us a link to a story. and But I think that's just, you know, we can just ask that question amongst ourselves because, you know, we've seen... The live, uh, or I'm sorry, Xbox has got a cloud service now. Um, we talked about the cloud services from Google and from iTunes or from Apple. We talked about those earlier. Um, we've got gaming services like um, OnLive and what's I don't know how to pronounce it. Gaikai. Gaikai. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. You know, uh, we we got all our digital stuff. We're PlayStation's getting digital versions of retail games on the day they release. Um, we're seeing more stuff coming to games on demand from Xbox. Um, I really expect with the next PlayStation and the next Xbox that you will see digital retail releases on, on release day across the board for every title. I think that's something that they're going to push. Um, and the, and the developers probably want it too because it will, you know, 
help stem rentals. You, you know, if there's no way to purchase a hard copy, <laughs> you know, I don't think it's going to happen, you know, where the retail goes away next consoles, but I think they're going to have both available on day one, and that'll be the first step. So what do you guys think? Do you think that the future of purchasing at the store is going to be obsolete, like GameStop's going to disappear? Well, uh, I think that GameStop will disappear. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a given. Eventually, it's going to go away because um, the market will change, and you know we'll see if they can adapt. You know, for distribution, we, we've got it in other forms. You know, we've got Netflix with the movies, and you know people have go, gone accustomed to it, where they kind of expect that instant on-demand you know, streaming of, of movies. On the PC side, you have Steam, so you can get your movies instantly like that. And it's just a matter of time before the whole console, you know, market kind of follows suit. They're still, they're doing it a little bit now. You know, they're dabbling in it. And then it's just a matter of, you know, probably, I'd say five years, maybe a little bit more. Let's say seven years from now, you'll see more digital than you will uh, physical media, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think it's heading that way as well. I really do like what Sony's doing is about the day and date, but they're already kind of getting some heat because people are wondering, like, well, you know, why do I still have to pay full retail price if I'm not getting retail, you know, getting a boxed copy so a lot of people are still going to buy the physical copy if they're paying the same price so but i think that'll eventually work its way out but yeah i, I you know you know probably, you bring up- i'd probably say five years maybe five six years from now it's probably going to be more often that you're buying yeah. electronically than than you would be you know physical media you brought up a good point about the physical media and and wanting it because when uh, Diablo 3 came out a while back I could have gotten it digital download for the same amount of money as uh, it took to go to a store and I actually went to a couple of stores looking for it before I found one that had it in stock and I I bought a physical copy because I thought you know if well, I think it was like 50 bucks or whatever, $50, you know, for a digital or, you know, you get the box, you get, you know, the case, the disc and stuff. I would rather have something for it. Right. Now, if it was 10 bucks cheaper for a digital download, I probably would have gone with that. No no worries. That's what I think they need to do. If they want digital to take off and really get people moved over to that and accept it, it should be cheaper because it's cheaper for them. They don't have to print the disc, the box. They don't have to ship it to a store. They don't have to pay a store anything. They're getting all the money. They're getting 100% of the proceeds. Yep. And they're still selling it to you for the same price. So, of course, I'm going to go and, you know, go to the store and get a, a hard copy. So, but I do think eventually it's going to go that way. Um, look at... 
And I really believe that the video games will. Eventually, they're going to be online, digital only. That's it. There will be no game stores. Because uh, look at music. We've talked about this before. Rob and I both used to work at Circuit City, um, which is like, for those that you don't know, it's like a Best Buy. It was one of Best Buy's biggest competitors. It was the exact same store, except yellow and blue. They were red and white. Um, I think they were actually bigger, weren't they? It was a huge store. Uh, I think when they first came out, they were probably bigger than Best Buy, but yeah, Best Buy just grew quick. to be a <laughs> giant force. I don't know why Circuit City failed. Um, I really don't understand that, but because uh, it was, they offered the same stuff for the same prices. You know, it was a great store to go to. But I remember when I worked there that half the store was music CDs. I mean, you could find any music you wanted there. You go into a, a Best Buy today, and you're lucky to see maybe three aisles of music. And it's near impossible sometimes to find what you want, unless it's just the top ten, you know, most recent music. If it's anything a little older, you probably aren't going to find it there. Um, Tim, most of the stuff I see are usually like box collections. Yeah. So, you know, and then it's like, okay, so if you don't get them from there, well, let's go to the music store. Oh. There really aren't any music stores. There really isn't oh, a Tower Records, Coconuts, Musicland, Peaches. You know, all these stores that used to be music only are gone. Virgin. I mean, there there might be yeah, there might be a Tower Records still in New York, you know, in Times Square or something. There may be, but all these outlet chains are gone. So, dude, like you remember uh, the one. Back by where we used to live, Sound Warehouse. Yep. Just how this store was all music, all like CDs and stuff. It was massive. Yeah. It was massive. It's bigger than a lot of like normal stores nowadays. Right. You know, and, and it, it it's it's just gone because it's all digital now. Everybody gets their music online, MP3s. Yeah. Um. You know, we don't have, you can buy new cars now that have the iPhone jacks because, you know, you know, there are no, I don't, I'm sure most new cars now have them that have the iPhone jacks or that little three and a half inch plug for you plug in your, your MP3 players. So you can play them directly through your phone, your car stereos now. Um, look at, so that's music. Look at, um, video stores. For movies and rentals of movies, they they used to be on every block. Used to real. I used to work in video. I've worked in a couple of different video store chains, and they are all gone, really, with the exception of Blockbuster. And I think you know, there's a few like Family Video, and and I think there might be some Hollywood Video still around. But even the big Blockbuster chain, they're disappearing. You didn't know? they? Didn't they tank and get bought up by somebody? There's still one open. There's actually one just across the street from me, uh, a couple blocks away. And uh, it's funny to see it because it's like, wow, you just don't see a video store anymore. I mean, I can't – I don't even remember the last time I've been into a video store. I mean, that's what's really funny. It's like I think about it. When was the last time I actually rented a video? I haven't because I'll watch stuff through Netflix for years. I haven't rented a movie in years. And – um now people go to the red box, um, which is one step removed from retail. You know, it's 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 just pretty soon red, red box won't be on the on there anymore. 
You know, it's just kind of, I think Redbox is filling that need of, it's not a video store, but it's that quick in and out, almost electronic. You're still getting a hard copy to rent, but, you know, it, it's the next step out of that is Netflix all the time or streaming everything. So your video stores are essentially gone for except for a few. And then look at books. I, I can name several book chains that are, are gone. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the B. Dalton's, the Crown Books, the uh, uh, Borders. Borders is gone. So I think your real only big chain is, I think some Walden books still exist in the malls, but um, was it Barnes & Noble Barnes actually Noble? bought out yeah. those? Or was it uh, reversed? One of them bought the other. I think Barnes & Noble Bor- still exists. Well, Borders is still around as like web only. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's Barnes and Noble's. I can't remember. One of them bought the other one, essentially. One folded, and then the other one bought their, like, customer list, because I remember getting an email from one of those two bookstores, but one of them's gone. There's only one left, really, essentially. You're down to, like, one bookstore. And again, now with the Kindles and everything getting digitized, they're pretty much on their way out the door, too. You know, everything's gone. It's like I can't, you know, magazines, subscriptions. Magazines are going to uh, digital only, and I hate that. I like getting a magazine. Um, I hate having to read it digitally. Um, Yeah, because it hurts your hand to hold the iPad after a while when you're on the toilet. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And I'm always afraid I'm going to drop it on the, you know, if you drop your magazine, you just wipe it off, you know, if it gets wet. But it ruins your Kindle or your iPhone. (laughs) Yeah. But, um so uh, there's no doubt in my mind it's it's going to happen. It's look at the history of media, you know, uh, it's going to happen. So movies, we still go to the movie theaters because they're finding new ways to keep you going. As, 3D. as yeah, 3D and the bigger sound, IMAX. you know, uh, yeah, IMAX. So they're they they got to keep up. They're keep beefing it up to keep their their theaters in existence because. You know, I, I I think even those are going to start to fade away too with time. So, is all the ones around here, at least, that are really successful? I mean, they are like ultra premium theaters. I mean, they have really nice restaurants, and I mean, the seating is incredible. I mean, it's just like so fancy. Yeah, and expensive. We have we have one in Columbus where it's like. I think it's only like six bucks additional on the ticket, but it's a sit-down dinner. Like you can sit down, and you get waited on. Yep. And the movie plays. Yeah. So, is that what you're talking about, Rob? Yeah, there, there's some of those. Yeah. You know, so you can just punch the guy next to you for eating too long during the movie. <laughs> so. You know, but there's one. Uh, we actually had a company meeting in this theater. Uh, it was a, a movie co, they call it, uh, over by O'Hare Airport in Chicago. I mean, it was cool. I mean, we had a meet, they rent out the theaters for company meetings. They have whole like sound systems. So, you know, we had, uh, you know, all the financials and stuff going on for the meeting. And then, you know, they give complimentary popcorn. We watched Batman and then there's a bar on premises. So everybody went over to the bar for snacks and. Appetizers. I mean, who who would have thought that a theater would have done something like that? But that's how they get the money now. Yeah. So 
But anyways, to answer his question, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Buying video games at a store will soon be obsolete. So the long next. answer. <laughs> so next, yeah. <laughs> We're before we move, before we move on to 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 his next question, I think I I think I am going to have to to take off actually before the show is finished. Alrighty, yeah, so we know it's I, like almost one thirty there, so and I think yeah. you started this though, so we're gonna aren't we gonna drop? I think it's gonna yeah, it's gonna kill our yeah. So, so yeah, now you're gonna make me do extra work and tag pieces together. <sighs> I need to call I, it quits because I gotta hit a flight here soon, so. <laughs> Well, I, I, I did. I, I feel, I feel bad for you know you guys let me come on and hang or, out, and then I got a jet early. But well, or, early. It's like, or Brian, how about if we just blast through the rest of it? Because we're That's going fine. on three, or we're over three hours already, so yeah. we can just rush through and then. All right. Yeah. Let's just do that. I, I, I think we can do that real quick. I think we've addressed most of these. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um. Uh, Jeff brought up Bioshock Infinite Premium and Ultimate Songbirds editions. Um, you guys can check that out at the uh, at the Bioshock page. Um, look there up to see which versions you're interested in if you want to know more about it. Uh, Medal of Honor uh, is coming out this week. Uh, Halo 4 was leaked, which I think we talked about last week. Um, there was uh, XCOM achievements hint at future DLC. Um, so it looks like we might get more DLC for that in the future, which is pretty cool. There was a Minecraft update, and uh, there's um, also a gun controller. I don't know if you guys have seen this. If you guys haven't, click the link or save the link for watching it later um, to, to Brian and Rob, who can see the link. Yeah. Uh, not to our it. listeners, but it, it actually looks like a, like an M16, and the buttons are all on the hand grip, and it looks really cool. Check out the video. I watched it earlier. Hmm. Um, it's very interesting how it works with your TV and how they've designed this thing. Um, the, the video actually has like a long time of just like title things of, you know, it's like black screen with these little white words that keep flashing up and down, but eventually it gets into the actual showing you the gun and talking to the developer of it. So oh, this is a Kickstarter. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the stuff Jeff talked about again. Sorry. Uh, we need to, we just got to, we just had went too long today. Uh, if if you want us to talk more about this next week, just tell us in the Facebook page you want more information. Al asked about release details and pre-orders for the Surface, which we talked about earlier. Uh, Stuart wanted more AC3, which I did not have anything new for Assassin's Creed 3, other than it's coming out in like two weeks. So get ready. Or what? It's a week, right? That's actually not this week, but next week, the 30th. 30th. Yep. So, um, so that's coming up. Soul Assassin, Battlefield 3, now with crossbows. Brun, did you have anything? That you uh, actually, I was talking to him about this. I, I think it's going to be one of the new weapons coming out, either in the next, you know, the next DLC or... It's coming or out in the... the ne- uh, what is that next one? The Aftermath? Yeah. Which we... Yeah, the Aftermath. That's when it's coming, because they even... At the very end of that video... You see, it says crossbow. It, there's a bunch yeah. of stuff, new vehicles, of this, and you kind of saw crossbow listed. So, yeah. Um, Democulus wrote in to tell us that the 3DO, Rob, which we talked about, I think last week, yes, was seven hundred dollars <laughs> for the system, and that the games were fifty bucks. So I was okay. wrong on the games. I thought they were two hundred. So, um, but he would know. He he's the man when it comes to classic video games and stuff. 
He also said the Walking Dead retail bonuses are revealed. We talked about that earlier. He's going to pre-order his since he's waiting to play them all when they get released in retail anyways. This is extra incentive now. Do you guys plan to purchase this? I'm not going to purchase it because I already have the Compendium 1 anyways. So, And I've already put $25 into the game. Anyway, so I don't need the disc on my shelf. Um, and so, Rob, and I think you guys, at Rob, are you going to buy the disc when it comes out? No. Run? No. Okay, that's what I thought. No and point. he goes in to talk about can't wait for the game for Bioshock Infinite. He wants to know if anyone else is going to get the Songbird edition like he is. So that's the one he's going after. So check out some videos. Just do a Google search for those if you want to know what those are. Um, and then lastly, so we can let Brun go, and all of us need to go. Um, this week's retail release is coming out. Um, Rob, why don't you go through these real quick? Sure. So this week we've got Forza Horizon at $60. We've got Cabela's Hunting Expeditions at 40 Cabela's Dangerous Hunts 2013 at $40. Dangerous, Cabela's Dangerous Hunts 2013 with Gun for 80 so another $40 for a gun. Medal of Honor, Warfighter, Limited Edition, $60, and Just Dance, Disney Party, $30, and we'll see that one on Mark's uh, next play list. Yeah, nice. right. Let's show that. Nice, thanks. And that's it. <laughs> All right, You're the only us, one with the dance game. Rate us on iTunes. Give us five stars, please. And uh, I wonder if you can rate on Xbox Music. Probably not. They probably don't even have podcasts on there. That's probably another $50 a year just to get You probably podcasts. have to have Xbox Live Gold to rate people. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you, Bron, for joining us. Thank you all for listening to us for so long, for over three hours, I think. So I'm going to go put the show together so that we can get it posted. And I uh, we'll talk to you all next week. I am Mark, AK Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Catch you all later. And Brun, BJ's Week 33, thanks for having me. Hey guys, you're listening to Horizon Base Arena with me, Scott Tyler, on the first day of the Horizon Festival. Oh, 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 oh.